0: We're listening to Podcast PXN, a video game podcast,
1: delivering player experience news.
2: Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, Episode 151. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, aka Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I am joined. Over Discord by the Nintendo aficionado, Roshan Warner at Roro, the host of Large Popcorn and video essayist, Christian Messias at ISO Christian, and the Tarkov Teletubby himself, Gage <laughs> Dumpster at Gilbo Biggins. Hello, everyone. What episode are we on?
3: Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know how you don't see it when you do that. That was. What episode are I'm
2: we not on? I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into 151? it. 151? Correct. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Rob. <laughs> and thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN. You'll find us there, twitch.tv slash podcast PXN and Twitter at podcast PXN. Guys, the topic of the show this week is our discussion over what games we want to see remade uh, that have not been announced already but first before we get into the quick bites because that's usually what we start with i want to give a little update from last week so uh our winner from the controller giveaway last week uh we kind of discovered it was a bit of a snafu but essentially uh he was not eligible to to compete after we (laughs) discussed it um so we re-rolled the winner and the new winner was thomas richard so uh congratulations thomas already shipped it out to him so i shipped that out a few days ago so he should have it very soon if not already so
4: you're quick with it dan yes yes very cool
2: should we
0: mention for future for future contests that if you give a address in the states that's (laughs) Very clearly not a residential address. And then yeah. when asked why you say it's because you don't live in the States, that means you're not qualified for the content. Yeah. I feel like we should just put that out there.
2: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: We do our due diligence. We make sure that we're not giving away mm. controllers to yeah. bots or resellers or anything like that. So just keep that
2: in mind, I guess. Absolutely. Now before
4: we move on. Dan. Yes. Could yes. you decide whether or not you're gonna order yourself another one for your own sake? Yeah, for yourself.
2: Uh, possibly. I don't know, yes. <laughs> Uh, because mm. I mean it, it isn't cheap for this. So You're uh, true, but you are a rich man, though. I, I'm definitely Do you not have rich. Plantation money, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not plantation money either. <laughs> not rich. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh Jesus. We can discuss
0: that on two hundred. A <laughs> couple people. What happened? And the real, the real origins of podcast PXN.
2: I'm sure, we will have lots of things to talk about on two hundred. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Into the quick bites we go here. Dead by Daylight has officially announced their next chapter featuring Resident Evil, and it includes Albert Wesker as a killer and Ada Wong as a survivor, oh. as well as Rebecca Chambers as well as a survivor. Uh, they announced this right after our episode last week, so a little bit of good news there
4: for Dead by Daylight.
0: Ada I saw him. Wong is my favorite kind of Wong. Sorry, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I agree. Ada Wong is, is incredible. I saw a mod today on TikTok of, I think it was RE2. No. I think it was RE2 Remake and it was uh, Ada Wong dressed as uh, Tifa Lockhart. I was like, man, I showed this to Ro. And then I forgot to, but anyway.
0: <laughs> Definitely something I would like to see. Would you play through Resident Evil 2 if you're playing as Tifa?
1: For Me? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that sounds oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> sounds... I wouldn't be scared. That would be a different type of feeling. Yeah, different, <laughs> uh, different kind of heart <laughs> rate.
2: It sounds great until you're, you know, running away from Mr. In X. Chase, yeah, no. <laughs> that's true.
5: That's true. It's <laughs> oh, great.
2: The next quick bite, guys Cook Media is officially rebranding to Play On but well, this is the, <laughs> the most clear name change i've ever seen in my entire life the 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 wording or the spelling of play on is p l a i o n and they're expecting people to just know that it's play on and not like on or pleon i don't even know like what i i feel like cook media was pretty self-explanatory. If, what are
4: you what are you saying? Know. You say that but that is incorrect. You're mispronouncing it. It's cool. oh. gosh Oh, I didn't know. Yeah,
2: I guess that proves their point, I guess.
4: Yeah, play on at least is, is easier to... It's harder to mess up, I'd say. It's, it's spelled weird, but it's still... You're, you can get there a lot easier.
0: I, look, I looked it up because I was curious, and apparently, I, I don't know, I saw that German people were saying phonetically it's Coke Media, but I could be wrong.
4: Oh, you said Coke. Yeah, that, that is, the, yeah, correct one, is yes. the correct Yeah, Coke is the correct Yeah, I said Kosh. <laughs> like a this. I definitely have said
0: Koch, Koch, I've just said all of them, and then at one point I was like, listen, we're talking about this, I need to look this up so I know how to (laughs) say the name.
4: Yeah. I would say the other one that when I first... (laughs) Hell yeah. I don't don't know if I can say that on the podcast or not, but I guess I won't. Weenie Media, so to speak. (laughs) Weenie Media, yeah. Right. (laughs) Play
2: on. Play on. Continue to play their games and play Oh,
4: I get it. It's a play on words. Anyway, move on, Dan. <laughs> yes, moving on.
2: Uh, guys, we have an August Halo Infinite Drop Pod update that has been deployed. Uh, there's some good quality of life improvements in there, still more needed. Uh, hopefully, coming uh, soon. <laughs> but. Uh, some good stuff in here. Uh, there's cross core visors that they're um, introducing. So between all the different uh, armor cores, you can now have um, ar- or visor colors that are going across all of them. Previously, they had limited visor colors to just each you know, armor core. So you, if you got an, a certain color for one armor core, you couldn't get it for the other ones. Now they're making it so you can do it for all of them. So that's great. Um, increased attachment mixing on Mark seven helmets. So you can, uh, put attachments on your helmet that weren't previously available because they were on another helmet. So they've made that a little bit better, uh, challenges that are in the pause menu. That's a huge quality of life improvement because there's so many times that I forget what challenges I have running. And then I'm like, no, I don't, I don't even know what I'm going for in this match, so that's good. Uh, they're adding ranked doubles and social doubles, uh, so 2v2 here, I believe, in two weeks, um, which is also part of the draw pod. So, yeah, uh, they're also laying the work, groundwork for region select, which I know a lot of uh, overseas players have had a lot of issues in terms of finding matches. Uh, some Australian players I know in particular uh so th- that should hopefully help with that issue. Master Chief be like play my game.
4: Got him. What? <laughs> <laughs> I had to say something. I had to say something. Right. 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 Right.
2: More customization <laughs> hopefully soon
3: on the way.
0: This is this is a I was going to say this is a first step, but this is like a first quarter step, but we're getting there we're getting there moving, no, i feel moving. like
4: we say we're getting there like every every like two weeks
0: and yeah it does feel like that because that's a little bit what's happening again it's such an interesting uh, situation because for as much as dan and i bicker and have different opinions like the core gameplay is so good it's just everything else is broken which is really unfortunate because uh yeah they nailed it and it's hard to it's it's easy to forget that with all the things that they didn't get right but we're getting there slowly but surely
2: Yes. Moving on from there, uh, Call of Duty next, guys, is an era-defining live stream event that will show Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer, Warzone, and Mobile Warzone, whatever that ends up being. Uh, but yes, this is an era-defining live stream franchise event, guys. Are you excited?
0: Bro, when they, when they look back in the history books at the early 21st century, they're going to talk about this Call of Duty next presentation.
4: Yeah. It's I mean, we be... joke, but, like, I don't know. Transforming Warzone into something else might be really cool. Like, that'll be big for... Okay. It's, 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 it is it's funny. Error-defining is, is a, maybe a bit much. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. There's
0: no way to even... <laughs> that's that's <laughs> but ridiculous. Like,
4: but, like, DMZ, DMZ is a huge mode, like, to be introducing. Maybe. So, potentially really big. Yeah. I mean, you know, this could be as error-defining as... Uh, uh, bring it back but um wager matches you know what i mean
3: i forgot about that how could you black ops 1 did have the best progression system in my opinion
4: i did like it a lot yeah,
3: yeah. i'm excited to see this game
0: i want to see more of it really interesting that they are holding off so late this time normally they start showing things in may or june mm. um I mean, I mean, July was really late when they did that last, or the year before, I think, for Black Ops. So it seems like they're very confident uh, in this because they're they are holding out. I don't think they, uh, they've... Christian.
4: Will anybody else be pre-ordering uh, this game to get access to the beta? And if so, are we going to play? Because I think I'm going to get the beta.
0: I might. I might. We'll see.
4: Yeah, I probably yeah. will. Yeah. Let a pimp know
0: oh it's on That's steam good. yeah you know what i probably will if it's on steam because i just i hate the
2: i hate BattleNet. but yeah it's back on steam for the first time in a while
3: we'll see
0: we'll see how much it's really on steam though because a lot of games that are on steam you you go to launch it and then it just brings you right to the other launcher anyways and you're like all right well
3: this oh, is kinda i hate pointless. that it's pointless
0: it, it doesn't it's such a it's such a misdirect like every ea game right now does that every ubisoft game you can buy the game on the Steam, but as soon as you click it from your Steam library, it just opens up the other launcher and you have to launch it from there yep. anyways. It's literally pointless. So yeah, I hope that that's not what it is, but
3: there's a very good chance that that is what it's going to be.
2: The, they, the Microsoft games don't do that, right? They, they open in Steam, actually? Like they, they do. Okay. Xbox is,
0: is one of the few, uh, and PlayStation, to be fair, both of those guys, it's funny, the biggest companies are actually like, no, that's fine. We don't you guys can just play it on Steam. No
4: big deal. I don't I don't know. I feel like there have a few games on, on Xbox where when I launch them on PC, it would open up EA afterwards. Yeah. Xbox games that do that? Xbox games open. Oh, not you. an Xbox game. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what we mean. Like the first party. Like yeah. if you play uh Psychonauts on Steam, like it doesn't redirect you to the Xbox launcher, I don't no. think. I think it just you just play it straight from your steam account which now nice.
4: i understand okay yeah oh that is nice
0: and that but that's because there's not not every game has cross progression so it is separate it's not like your xbox account is linked to your steam you can do that for certain games but like i bought back for blood uh from a bu- uh, humble bundle on steam and uh it doesn't have any of my progress from xbox so it's kind of mm-hmm. like yeah but hopefully that's not what the case is hopefully you can just play it directly from steam but i have a sinking suspicion that that's not the case
2: interesting Talking about era-defining things, guys. Grand Theft Auto five has sold 170 million copies. What? That's insane. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that because, like, this is a fully-fledged title, too. It's not like Minecraft where it's, like, a $10 or $15 game or what I don't even know how much Minecraft is anymore, but uh, this is impressive from a big AAA game to hit this milestone. Right.
0: Ugh. I mean, you joke in saying error-defining, but this is actually the closest thing to an error-defining thing that we have oh, yeah. in the video games, because that's that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, this it, this game very well may hit 200 million copies sold, and that's unbelievable. 150 million copies sold is kind of unbelievable in, in today's, in today's mm-hmm. standard, right? But that's nuts. The only question I would have is that, is this when they separated GTA online from GTA five, are they counting GTA online sales? In which case it's not really GTA five, but it is, it's kind
3: of, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's still on number one though. True.
4: GG Minecraft. GG. You know what? I'm, I'm again, I know we did this already before, but I'm looking through the top selling games of all time. Uh, Let's just get rid of... Tetris is number 3 So Let's get rid of Tetris for a second. Because, like, that's a classic game. Get rid of Wii Sports, which is huge, but that was, like, a bundle in. Get rid of PUBG. Like, the next, like, triple-A game under that would be Super Mario Bros. <laughs> for, like, the NES, which is at 58 million. Wow. 170 is, is a lot. And granted, like, it's been on, what, three consoles now at this point. It's, like, a 10-year-old game. But still, mm-hmm. for it to have legs this long unprecedented
1: yeah and like you were saying like it's i know we took it off the list but it's like competing with classic games that have been around for forever so the fact that it's it's up there with those types of games it's yeah it's really impressive and it's definitely going to well i think it'll probably reach that crazy 200 million by the time gta 6 comes around whenever that'll be so i feel like people are still going to (laughs) be buying this game until that comes around
0: well, from a from a marketing standpoint, from a from a business standpoint, I'd imagine the big wigs and like the uh, CEOs at, at uh Take Two are probably thinking to themselves, if this hits two hundred million, nothing will probably top it. So I, I mm. would not be surprised if in the lead up to GTA Six, they have events in GTA Five to build the hype and to get and to just get that last little sort of, you know push for sales for gta 5 to try mm. and get that number as high as possible because i think a better way to, to put it christian is like compare this compare gta 5 against uh non-bundled full price games because that does knock out everything you you did Pre- a PUBG was like 49 99 canadian and the, the american equivalent like i think 39.99 or whatever that was um like you said v sports is bundled with a console so that does throw things off when you start comparing it to full priced uh, adjusting for inflation, full price games that were not bundled. The ne- yeah, like it's, it's leagues ahead of everything. It's crazy.
2: Indeed. Uh, guys, this is kind of a PSA in here, but I'm throwing it in here. Spectre, which is a spiritual successor to Spies versus Mercs multiplayer from Splinter Cell, uh, it was announced a year ago, uh, and we actually reported on it a year ago, is getting a hands on at PAX. I really want to see this. I love Spies versus Mercs from Splinter Cell. So I want it. Um, Sick.
3: I missed this completely.
0: I, I'm watching this trailer for the first time. This looks awesome. Oh, this looks really cool. Yeah, Which, I did not
3: see this. Oh, okay. This like, looks cool. I like this.
4: I'm bored. The XN game night when Specter comes out. Anywho, <laughs> hey, hold on. What? You say this. But there are like three games we still have yet to play together. All right. Mm, there's like a list of there's like. There's a longer 20. list than that. Yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
2: Yep. That's fair. But remember, Christian, you can't just recommend stuff. You have to be a recommendee exactly. all as well.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. A little token from the pre-show, anyone who was watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, it's all about balance, right? It's like if you recommend something and I watch it. And you recommend something again and you haven't fulfilled your end of the bargain that that weight that weight of me taking your recommendation is going to get lower and lower until the, the, the ba- it balances. It's all about balance. I'm
4: sorry. Are you not enjoying the rehearsal?
0: I'm sorry. It's fantastic. But you got yeah, to trust right. Right. that the terror is also fantastic.
4: All right. I believe you. But I'm a curator above anything else. <laughs> Christian, listen. Gauge Gage is
2: sorry. Gage is sorry, okay. Back at it with the casual racism,
0: yeah. Oh, oh, I'm American. I don't pronounce anything. Oh, sorry. Oh, rough. It's up on the roof. I gotta get onto the roof. (laughs) The garage. The
2: The garage, garage. yeah. The garage. (laughs) Anywho, moving on. Uh, Half-Life 2 is getting official, or not an official, but a a VR mod coming as a public beta in September. Obviously, uh, you know, Half Life Alex got pretty high praise oh when it God. came out for VR. So uh, I don't know. Are you guys going to jump into some Half Life 2 VR if this uh, comes out September?
4: First of all, I need to play Half Life 2. So, I mean, yeah. Yes. If it's, I don't know. I don't know if I'd do VR just because I would probably want to play the game proper first. However, Half Life mods are insane because there's a Half Life Alex mod that's like basically like a John Wick esque kind of. <laughs> shoot them up and there's like multiple missions that looks like really cool but i don't doubt like mods for half life half life 2 vr would be just as awesome so i don't know like yeah
3: heck yeah okay
2: Moving into our Splatoon 3 Direct news that we got today, Uh, so Nintendo held their little Splatoon 3 Direct this morning and had some announcements about it. Splatoon 3 has an uh, in-game card game called Table Turf Battle, a 1v1 competitive mode with over 150 cards to collect. So another game with a card game inside of it which a lot of times actually those card games inside of games are actually pretty cool so that sounds interesting table turf card game
0: who's the boss jk rolling <laughs> <laughs> my, goodness. my goodness uh do you get it i can't wait do you
1: a second get it,
5: though
0: i first of
1: all <laughs> yes I, I do i do get it. <laughs> second of all i can't believe you led with table i'm sorry the t- that that part the the direct was amazing it was super long and meaty had a bunch of great stuff in it um, but
5: did you there- see the
0: gwent part
1: yeah
5: <laughs> right yeah geez
1: i was just <laughs> no, following okay. it in order oh oh there's more okay sorry yes. i thought you were, you were oh, done no. okay
0: no, no could you imagine no, I'm if we were talking about the witcher 3 and, and you, you got the first the gameplay story. deep dive and dan starts no. with gwen
2: <laughs> i apologize i didn't actually watch the stream i'm following the okay. okay. tweets okay. and but i'm sorry dan Oh, no, you're okay. i jumped to conclusion it's okay it's okay <laughs> uh there was also a new look at splatoon 3's story mode um which it comes with uh its own dialogue as well which it looks very interesting and uh, obviously new for Splatoon, I don't think the first two games had campaigns, right Ro?
1: The second one did.
2: Oh, it did? Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. I'm, I apologize, I didn't play either <laughs> one, so I don't know. How, how dare you doubt the Nintendo aficionado? I, no, I didn't doubt him. I, I you know, lean on him <laughs> for the, the expert answer. Oh uh, my god, wait. What?
0: No, sorry, go ahead. Oh. I just had something.
2: They also revealed uh, Splatoon 3 Amiibo coming this holiday, which the, I think the Amiibos always look fantastic. It doesn't even matter what franchise it is. I love the look Wait. of the Amiibo. <gasps> what
4: happened? The plural of Amiibo is Amiibo? Yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: Look
4: That's at like all these Amiibos.
3: Yeah,
2: exactly. Interesting. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Amiibos. Here's my Amiibos. You just did. (laughs) You'd never say it again. Roll that back, everyone, because I don't think I said Amiibo. Don't start this again. Don't start this again. Roll that back, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think I said that, but hey, uh, you
0: paused before you added the S on Amiibo. Yeah,
2: sorry. (laughs) A big DLC is also coming down the line for Splatoon 3, and they also announced two years of free post-launch support, which is really, really cool. Uh, Love to see that kind of stuff. And also, Ro, we've got Fry Oops. and Shiver and Big Man who are revealed. Big Man. Ooh, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, and lastly, or correct me if I'm wrong, Ro, but this is the last thing he has here. Splatfest <laughs> returns with three teams to choose from this time. And I don't know what Splatfest is, but I will let you.
4: Like help. Domination, but with ink on the floor, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah it's like uh, you choose a team and you represent your team in, in the basic mode, which is turf war, like you said, and say maybe it'll do PlayStation, Xbox versus Nintendo. You choose a team, and you, you play the turf war, and whatever team ends up with the most territory by the end wins. Why are you nodding your head like that?
0: <laughs> I'm a child in the brain, that's why. Uh. <laughs>
1: But yeah, it's it's cool that they have three uh, three teams now, and they they did a really cool... I don't know how to explain it properly, but they did incorporate the three teams in an interesting way into the turf battle, uh, which is usually 2v2, or two teams uh, battling it out. So instead of... There's a two teams on either side, and the third team is in the middle, and usually the third team that's in the middle is whatever team is uh, ahead in the overall Splatfest. Um, but yeah, it's going to be cool to see what kind of stuff they do. There's going to be... Uh, uh a splat fest in two weeks that will be free for everybody to play before the game comes out and the first theme is rock paper scissors
0: yeah there's gonna be a splat fest at daniel's house dude, on episode. Oh, yeah. I, knew, I knew it i was waiting for it i was waiting there for was
1: it. there was i think there was one time where they made the bad choice of having white ink for one of their splatfests oh, nice. and it was oh it was a mess online oh, dude. it was amazing
4: <laughs> let me get this straight not only is Splatoon pro war, it also promotes <laughs> toxic fan bases via its competition gameplay.
0: Absolutely. That's one way to look at it for sure. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Or
0: it's a video game.
4: Why can't we just have like Hug Wars, you know? That doesn't sound very fun. You're right. Well, could you imagine shooter. The Last of
0: Us Part 2 if, if, if she's just like, yeah, I forgive you, and then the game ends and it's five minutes long? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Incredible.
4: I need a hug, bro. Keeping it real, I need a hug. Daniel?
1: Episode 200.
4: Daniel
2: is not providing hugs at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, guys, to some video game movie news. We've got a live-action Pac-Man movie on the way, guys, in development from Chuck Williams. the direct- <laughs> what, what is that for? The creator of the Sonic movie. Uh, Christian does not like that. Apparently, uh, I'm not sure what a live action Pac Man movie looks like. Uh, like at least Sonic, like I, I, you know, saw what vision they had once they, you know, revealed the original one. But like I don't even, I can't even imi- imagine what a live action
4: Pac Man would look like. I mean, we couldn't imagine what a Wreck It Ralph movie would look like, and you know, that movie is incredible. Yeah, it's a shame I don't have any faith in Chuck Williams.
0: Is there enough content and meat on the bone for a Pac-Man movie, though? Because, like, I don't know. This seems like this seems like the the type of announcement where it's like, "Hey, your favorite sidekick from that thing is getting their own thing," and then you watch it, and you're like, "Yeah, this doesn't work. This doesn't. There's not enough here." This, this if I had to guess, I feel like that's what a Pac-Man feature-length film is going
2: to be. Well, our other piece of video game movie news, Sonic Movie Three is officially coming to theaters December 20th, now we're twenty twenty four. Yes, <laughs> me and Roe can be excited for this, Christian. We don't care that you're down on it. Wait, I'm sorry. Who is Chuck Williams? That's a great
3: question. Um Apparently you're not a fan of him though.
4: Yeah. You
0: don't even know what you're saying. You're just throwing out you're just Producer. throwing out, thumbs down.
4: Producer. He's he's producing. Producer, yeah. okay. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, we'll see who's like writing and directing the Pac-Man movie, so I'll take that back. Uh, if Jeff Fowler is directing Sonic 3, then all faith is lost, my friends. Will I still be there? Absolutely. After that post credit scene? No way I'm missing the third one.
2: Oh my god. It's gonna be great. Number two is be great. great. Well. I wonder if Jim Carrey's gonna retire or not. Uh, moving on. Gamescom is coming ahead guys xbox has announced a six hour live stream to show off games are you sure about
0: that that's (laughs) correct that's the correct amount of hours yes to
2: to show off games for the next 12 months of games already announced uh so yeah that is a long time (laughs) for but we need this no i will say though it's not like it's not intended to be like a presser uh, or anything yeah. like that they're just basically having their games show up like a show floor event type thing so like it's these games are going to be playable on the show floor and they're essentially showing off these things on a live like stream some,
1: some deep dives some interviews i guess
2: but so yeah.
0: here's the question i have are they doing all of the trailers and like video announcements first and then or is this going to be something where it's like tune yeah. in at 1 p.m. to see a little bit about this and then tune in again at 4 30 p.m. to see a little bit about this and then tune in at 6 p.m. if you want to know something about that this is too much no like <laughs> the game awards or uh, well, i guess we can use summer games fest as an example but game awards is the one i think is infamously too long that's like a bunch of different publishers and it still feels too long this yeah. is this is just one xbox show well and it's six hours. There's Jesus. no
2: there's no announcements or anything like that. This is just for like live gameplay of these games that are coming in mm-hmm. the next 12 months.
0: Right, but if you're somebody who's not there and the show floor side of things doesn't mean anything to you, are you going to have to tune in every couple of hours when they switch over to a new game to show gameplay?
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have breakouts and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. uh, personally, I feel... Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm personally, I won't watch this, but I don't really have a problem with it because if you want to watch it, you'll tune in, and if not, then don't.
4: <laughs> yeah, the poor journalists who have to like are assigned like
5: that's to what watch yeah this like write
4: this stuff. six hours like put up some blog stuff on YouTube like 15 minute dev diaries like and space that out over the course yeah. of like a week or two would be I don't know but I guess if it's a Gamescom thing then sure
0: or just separate oh, I, it, right like if you're doing stuff in person like throw up all the trailers on on a youtube or a blog post like you're saying and then have all this stuff happen in person just not like i,
4: I yeah that's strange i don't i don't think... I can't wait sorry i mean i'm looking at the lineup of games and like do i need like 30 minutes on gunfire reborn i don't know what that is
0: i think you do is that the doom one where everything looks like high fantasy because if so that looks cool
4: oh then sure yeah Oh, you got me there. Well, okay. even still,
0: no, but even still, no, you're not wrong because I don't need thirty minutes of that. I don't. I don't need thirty minutes of the Last of Us remake. I, I, oh. just give me, give me a seven minute trailer. That's fine. Seven, seven minute gameplay. Got it. I get the idea.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I just don't think this is catered to be an event that we're supposed to like tune in and watch and like look out for announcements and stuff like that. It's just, I think it's just strictly for people who just want to check out these games and and watch them. Yeah. And,
4: but it's six hours. I'm sorry, I'm being a hater. But like, I, I, like that is a lot of time and resources to be sinking into producing something that's this long. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I'm,
0: it's a strange decision. We'll see how it, we'll see how it shakes out.
2: For sure. All right. Uh, moving on from there, uh, a new Sonic Frontiers trailer is coming to Gamescom opening night live coming August twenty third. So Ro... Gonna get excited for a new trailer coming uh, to Jeff Keeley's opening night live show.
1: I am. Should I be? That is questionable. <laughs> but I am excited for a new trailer. Absolutely, can't wait. Christian,
4: I will add as well. Um, people have seen this game behind closed doors, and like some of the the stuff we read about it, like um, I don't want to call it the isekai stuff, but like the other levels <laughs> that you're playing, and like the 3D kind of on not on rails but like more linear the
1: missions that you do levels.
4: Yeah, yeah, that sounds really interesting to me. And honestly, there's a, a a new like art that run up recently this week of Sonic Frontiers that like looks kind of gorgeous. I still don't have any faith that the game is going to be like incredible by any by any means, but I don't know. I'll, I'll watch this new trailer for sure as well. Why not?
5: Definitely.
1: And I don't think it's uh, don't think it's here, but I uh, Destiny Two is doing their stream on the twenty third as well, and I completely forgot that Destiny Two usually does their their big announcements around Gamescom, so I'm excited for that
3: as well. I think it's the same day, August twenty third. Mm. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's like all these years,
0: <laughs> celebrating. The wrong day. Do we think before we move on to Gamescom, move off of Gamescom? Um, I know <laughs> I just noticed that the wording of the Call of Duty Next specifically mentions multiplayer gameplay. Do we think we get single player campaign at this year's Gamescom? We did get the Call of Duty
3: Vanguard deep dive last year. Uh. I possibly. I, I I'm not sure. I,
4: Christian, I'm sorry. I, I heard none of what what Gabe said. <laughs> I was typing in the Google Doc. That's I heard fine, none. It's that. fine. I, I
0: thought we were talking about video games. That's my bad. I, I, I guess <laughs> I just came to the wrong podcast. No big deal. You
4: just uh, Call of Duty. You, Call of Duty. <laughs> is that going to be Gamescom? Is that what you said? I'm do no we player. think it's gonna? Do we think campaign gameplay is going to be shown at Gamescom? That's this weekend? I don't know. Because I think Call of Duty has moved to more like we're going to show off our things on our own time when we want to. I think they want to focus on multiplayer. That first, is not this single-
3: a couple, It's a couple weekends. You're right. Okay. I if bring I this by- up
0: because Vanguard got an extensive deep dive last Gamescom for its campaign. And the Call of Duty next thing specifically mentioned showing off uh, multiplayer. multiplayer.
4: Yeah. Uh, I... If it happens, I think you would probably see an announcement that it will happen sometime within the next week. But okay. right now, I'm 50 50 on whether or not it'll actually happen.
2: Interesting. Okay. Um, I have no idea what's happening next here because <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't. <laughs> Sorry for that interruption. I didn't mean to interrupt with video game questions. My bad. No, you're, you're fine. I'm just confused by the chat here. Christian Vibe Check Video Game Check In apparently is next here.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry. This should that should be uh, possessive. So uh, it's time for Christians uh, vibe check video game check in.
3: Oh,
4: mouthily. Um, like- there's there's been some Twitter discourse uh, today. I mean, it started yesterday, but it's it's spilled over into today. There was like a 30 second forespoken trailer on Twitter, um, that featured the protagonist, playable protagonist. Got you, Dan. Don't worry. um. <laughs> Talking, I, I guess, just like using like the narration that she's gonna use like in the game, and people are absolutely dunking on it. And honestly, I, I I can see why. I think the marketing for this game has been really strange and hasn't really been. They've been off ever since that article came uh, like out, where like they were talking about um how she has a hip hop walk. Ever since then, I think consensus has shifted on whether or not Forspoken will end up being good. So I, I want just a vibe check to see how everyone is feeling now as a forespoken.
0: I'm going to I'm going to come in hot with a hot take. You ready? Ooh. Tell me. Cuz I like I like to look I like to look past the headlines and do some research, all right? When that headline yeah. broke, they said that it was the lead writer who said that she's got kind of a hip hop walk, and everybody's kind of like, "Hey, that's a little." It turns out it wasn't. Turns out it was an animator who has a background in choreography and dancing. I feel like that changes the context a little bit. Mm. That changes things from somebody who may have a racial bias to somebody who maybe has years of different lingo and chose the wrong innocently chose the wrong thing of words. The guy's like a, a dance was a dance choreographer and now he's an animator for this. Animator. I feel like that I feel like that changes sure. the
4: context a little bit. Now, but, is this but, is Oh, sorry, go ahead. But I I still think the team is mostly made up of white men who are writing a black woman, which could sure. be a little bit problematic. But we don't know regards. that yet. But we don't Yeah, exactly.
0: So, exactly. I I'm just trying like for me, it's like I don't know. I, I take I think that those sort of things have weight, and I want to make sure that if I'm if I'm throwing that around, that I know that it's I don't know. I, personally, for sure. me, I need I need to see a bit more of that before I cast that label, because this could be a bunch of people who are really passionate about what they're making. Now, in terms of it seems like this thirty second trailer that you saw, it looks like it looks like it was a collection of of quips that I would imagine that your character throws out during open world exploration or combat because it didn't seem like it was a coherent like narration it was just kind of like a bunch of quips that's how i read it, it now sorry go ahead ro is it not marketing
4: bro
1: i don't know if yeah i thought it was just like i don't even know if this is going to be in the game actually i think just
4: trailer stuff right
1: yeah
0: oh maybe so, i saw something yeah. else i saw something else where it's, it's her running around and she's saying a bunch of lines and it's showing She's off. like
1: it's like <laughs> I, i'm in somewhere that doesn't seem like earth yeah, right. It's like I'm I guess I do this. Now. I talk to yeah. my brain. Yeah. Okay. So that, we are talking about the thing same is. thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, is the writing bad? Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't look <laughs> great. But I will just to point out. Dan and I are, are are definitely the most critical of of video game journalists here. Like we definitely have a critical eye for it. I just like to say that like everybody's like pro developer until something like this comes out. People are dogpiling on this. Like a lot of people that I'm surprised that are like high up in the video game industry i'm like you guys are really tearing this thing apart like i don't know it just seems like everybody's got their the, the teeth are out for this game and i'm like why can't it just be like unremarkable y'all are really going <laughs> going for the jugular with this i don't know i yeah. seem like everybody was was really sort of like out to get this and dogpile on this but i mean it doesn't look it doesn't look great the game well this is the thing with this game, the game this is my vibe check i'm still interested in the gameplay it looks really fluid and yes. really fun and I actually really like the actress. We should talk about Resident Evil, actually, because last time we talked about Resident Evil, I said it was oh, really no. good, and I only <laughs> saw the first episode. And I, it's, we've, it's, <laughs> we need to talk about it. But anyways, that, the lead actress in, uh, lead actor, sorry, in Resident Evil is the, I didn't know this, is the main character in this. And I'm kind of excited about that because I really like yeah. her. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to see what the reviews say.
4: I, I will add real quick as well before Dan goes. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think Imran had the right approach to this, which, which is to not dogpile on the game itself, uh, but critique, um, the marketing of it, specifically, right. which I think is the right approach to go with, with a video like that, where it's like, why are we seeing this? Um, I would love, uh, more of an extended gameplay demo, like an actual slice of, like, here's 15 minutes. Right. That, I think, would go a long way for getting some goodwill back, uh, as opposed to whatever this was. Anyway. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean I've been pretty lukewarm on the game lately uh just because it hasn't really shown anything that I've been re- super excited about. However, like this kind of stuff like I I'm just confused by why people are like, you know, using it to c- speak critically about it because these things could be spoken out of context, they could be cut dialogue, they could be things that don't even show up in the game that we like I don't even know like there's so many times where games even have trailers that the trailer doesn't even exist in the game. It's just like a marketing thing. Uh, a great example of that is destiny because they had so many trailers back (laughs) in the original destiny that didn't even, that were completely like irrelevant to the actual game and the story of what happened in that universe. Uh, it's kind of famously known for being like Activision was in control of the marketing and Bungie looked at the, the marketing that they came up with and they're like, what the hell, this isn't what we are building here. But, um, right. at least in the early, early goings of that. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I kind of just want to, you know, step back and see what the game ends up being when it comes out and, and go from there.
0: I, something just came to me real quick because before I forget to say it, um, I think I think the big reason why I was kind of uh rubbed the wrong way about the sort of discourse on Twitter about this is that and this this is this is outside of video games this is there's a lot of things that have this problem where it's like especially like stand up comedians nowadays where it's like there there's this, there's this kind of perception where it's like if if you if you see something that you don't like instead of saying it's not for me you, some people will just be like no this is bad i'm thinking about this forespoken trailer and a lot of this stuff didn't land for me and everybody is like like you said there's a lot of people online dog piling on this and dunking it and like criticize i, I mean again not very pro dev in my opinion but whatever it's fine but to me this was the high uh, high on life game or whatever like everybody loved that when that came out i watched that trailer and i was like none of these jokes are landing it's not for me they didn't say anything about it i didn't rip it to shreds on twitter i was just like this this game is not for me. Like, is yeah, the gun, the guns are people. That's kind of funny, but the humor in that totally over my head. like, just not for me. And while I agree with the Force spoken trailer, like, not not really well written in my opinion. It's just funny how people can't just be like, ah, oh, this is not for me, as opposed to just going like in on it and saying this is bad, this is awful. It's Like, wow, that's okay. That's uh, oh.
4: yeah. The replies are a bit insane. I'll say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was um, surprised by how many, like, th- some, some of the comments that were made from some people in the industry where I'm like, hey, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a little against the grain, but whatever, it's fine.
1: Yeah, um, what i you going to say? Oh, I, I think we just, somebody mentioned just now that why do they do this and not give us, like, a 15-minute gameplay trailer instead of doing a weird shortcut on, on Twitter. And we have gotten a 10-minute one. And wasn't it just, like, I think it was, like, two weeks ago they were talking about Gotham Knights, and we're like, oh, True. wow, that's 16 minutes. I'm not going to watch that. So we're yeah. kind of all over the place fair, on that one.
0: It. Oh, fair, bro. To be fair, I, I, did, yeah. I said nothing of a 10-minute gameplay trailer. That's too much for me. I think a good five, six minutes I right. would be happy with. But.
1: Yeah, so it, it definitely depends. And, and, and in their defense, they have already put out a gameplay trailer that's 10 minutes long, and that was that was this year, March. But what we're talking about is Vibe Check, and I still... I was excited for this game when it, when it was first announced. And then ever right. since then, I've been like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. And this trailer didn't help, but I don't think it was that bad. But the, 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 the dialogue was like, I don't think this, that's going to be in the game, though. I think that's specifically for the trailer. For sure. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, right now, right.
0: yeah.
4: Four months ago, Game Informer had a nine, uh, 10 minute trailer uh, on Game Informer. Did anyone else? else-
0: did anything else come out? Was that around any sort of events or anything like that? I wonder if I got lost in the in the weeds. March? I can't remember.
4: It was March. It must have been like a Game Informer first or something, or like okay. an exclusive. Yeah. Yes, it was on Game
2: Informer's cover that month because I got that magazine. I think. Yeah,
0: right? I do. I do yeah. feel bad for that because it does. It seemed like everybody was all on the same page when they announced this because it had a really intriguing concept. And then unfortunately, it seems like the more they've shown, it's kind of like yeah. people are kind of just getting less interested, which is the way it goes sometimes, for sure, but I definitely didn't think it was uh the worst thing in the world, but it was definitely not it's not great <laughs> Still, i'm hoping I'm hoping you're right, Ro. I'm hoping that this is kind of like this is dialogue for the trailer just for the and if it city. is
1: I, I agree with you guys, it's an interesting choice, <laughs> like yeah, why they went that route right. But. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not actually in the game because then there's just probably going to be more of that type of writing, and that's not good.
4: Yes. Uh, Thank you for participating in Christian's vibe check, <laughs> new game check-in.
2: And and now we've made it to Gage has something too segment. Oh, Here which we is super
0: unfortunate that I wasn't specific because I forgot what it was. Oh no,
2: <laughs> I definitely forgot what it was. But we can pivot to.
0: I just want to, for posterity's sake, for my own, because I. I take what I say seriously. Okay, a few episodes ago, I came on here and I mentioned the Resident Evil. I was one episode deep and I came on here and said, It's great, it's fun. Listen, it's not good. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not very good. I will say, I've never seen Lance. I know Lance Reddick from The Wire, the greatest show in the, in the history of the world, in my opinion. And I've never got to see him do any sort of comedy. And there's a few episodes later in the season where he's fantastic. Lance Riddick is awesome. I would absolutely recommend everybody just watch a supercut of all of his scenes. It doesn't matter if you're confused or don't know what's going on, because he's fantastic. And the plot twist that happens with him later in the show, it was funny. I was digging it. Really not, really not good though. Wow, really not good. There were some really cringy moments. That I think we've all maybe seen online, yeah. and it made me yep. want to spit when it when I when it <laughs> happened. I was like, what am I watching? And I was like, I was like episode seven. I was I was like, why am I still watching this? But I, I, am ta- I was taken by the lead actor. I think she does a really good job, and Lance Riddick is fantastic. But I would just like to update the audience so that you're not taking... <laughs> what I, I need to come clean and say that I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun when I said Resident Evil is good. It's, it's not good. But, you know, Lance Riddick's great, so there's that.
2: And here I am saying I actually liked the Resident Evil series on Netflix. <laughs> Though.
0: i didn't hate it like i it was one of those things where i was watching it and i was like you definitely have your own style like that's cool it's kind of like if you meet a person in real life and they're like you know they're a happy person but they're talking about how Mercury's in rec- retrograde and you know they've they've never taken medicine in their life they just use essential oils and it's like wow oh, this really isn't for me but i'm glad you're doing you that's what this show's like for me so yeah Watch at your own peril. I think everybody should watch a supercut of Lance Friedrich, though. He's, he's amazing in that, especially the later episodes.
4: What are your guys' opinions on people who use uh, lemon as deodorant?
0: Oh, that's a thing. I did not know that was a thing.
4: Yeah. You
3: just slap it on About?
0: there? Yeah, you just rub it. Huh? And does cool. it, does it, is it effective? Like, was, 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 is it effective? What's the science on that? Yeah,
4: yeah. It's, I mean, it's more, it's healthier than, like, antiperspirant, for sure. That, like, kind of messes with remember... those cells there.
1: I remember using baking powder when I was in high school. Like that Not was a thing to, that my, yeah, that my mom sure. was like, Do you use that? I was like, okay. This is weird, but all right, I trust you. You're my mother.
0: <laughs> I have I will say, yeah, your average deodorant is really bad for you. That's why I use Doctor Squatch. Actually, legitimately, today's it's fantastic. Spo- oh, it's really sponsors. good. Today's sponsor is Doctor Squatch. Use code Daniel Prindle at DrSquatch and you'll get sixty nine percent off your first order. Wow. That's, that's, a, no. a, big that's discount. a it's a good value, yeah.
4: Use code pausemaster Daniel. Pausemaster Prindle.
2: Don't even. Gotta move
1: on, Dan. You you gotta get us out of here. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Don't take the
2: bait. Don't take the bait. I'm about to take the bait. I'm about to take the bait here in a second. You just gotta
0: pause and recollect your thoughts, Dan. Take a pause and just Mm -hmm. breathe it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. What's the first modern warfare game called? Call of modern Duty warfare. Four: Modern
4: Warfare. You did a
0: poll, and it was modern split. Modern Warfare. It was split.
4: Not because modern everyone warfare. said, "Hey, everyone, hop on COD Four tonight."
0: Oh, really, yeah. Christian? Oh, Let's go play COD Four. How many people
2: I? called it COD College Four 12. back in the day, Christian? Dan, how many? According to your, a lot of people. Fifty-two percent of my poll. Yes, you're oh, right, Gage. Fifty-two oh, percent of my, my poll said they you called it by COD Four error. back then. You won. It's irrelevant. Me winning is irrelevant. The point is, is Almost 50% of people in that poll, and I would say that it was probably more than that because my entire friend group back then
4: called it COD 4. Like, that's literally what they told my audience. They agree with me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's a good point. That's a good point. Listen, how many people,
2: Christian, you played Call of Duty back in the day? How many people in your friend group called it COD 4 versus Modern Warfare? Nobody called it COD 4. Nobody That's bullshit. That, that is Nobody bullshit. called it COD 4 in
0: my, in, my, in my group either. It's Modern Warfare.
2: After the fact, after Modern Warfare 2 came out. It, no, before that. Hard it's either say. Hop
4: on COD or let's play Modern Warfare.
2: Yep. Anywho, moving on. I was still wrong. Moving on. Oh, wait, Roe, <laughs> your segment yes, now because every, they got their own segments that they I randomly can't... created in the middle of the show. So now it's time <laughs> for you to create one. <laughs>
1: I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. You put me <laughs> on the spot here, Dan. I'm sorry. I,
2: I, I, I got. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am <I'm> I ready? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, moving on to Street Meat. Black Ops Four campaign details have seemingly leaked. Four years later, guys. Uh, Oops perfect timing for this to come out right as we're talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, it was apparently going to be a cooperative live service game campaign that was connected to Black Ops, 4, Black Ops 4's multiplayer modes and specialists. The report arrived following months of research and discussions with those familiar with the cancelled campaign. Uh, it included 400 images of concept art, storyboards, etc. The campaign was reportedly set in 2070 during during the year of chaos and followed on the, from the events of black ops three. Um, anyways, uh, it was also playable solo. The game would revolve around a two V two race to the finish mechanic with the world state changing, depending on which teams accomplish their goals. First, this sounds like a wild campaign experience that, uh, I guess that's why it was canceled. It was kind of too wild for its own,
4: uh, good, I guess. Oh, this is the one, yeah, that's just one that didn't have a campaign. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. Right. did have a great uh, Battle Royale, though. I liked Blackout a lot, actually.
0: It was really technically impressive for a console uh, Battle Royale, because that was really the only... At that point, uh, PUBG wasn't on console. Um, It was still really poorly optimized. I don't think there was a lot of Battle Royales you could play that were first-person shooters on console.
3: Uh, I remember I remember yeah having a lot of fun with the with, yeah with blackout.
2: Okay. Anyways, thank you for that 14 second answer gauge. Moving on to our PXN news help, yeah. of the week guys. Xbox news, we've got some Xbox news. Microsoft has started testing a Game Pass Ultimate family sharing plan in Ireland and Colombia. Uh, it is going for 21.99 euro, which roughly translates to $25 US per month and there are four people that can join your family plan. So it's, it's one, you and four other people. So a total of five people can join this family plan. Uh, very interesting stuff uh, for so many you know months and probably year plus uh, that we've been hearing about this family plan. Uh, they're finally putting it into a testing phase, which is very interesting. And the value is definitely there. If it's $25 a month for five people, uh, divide that out, $5 a month for Game Pass Ultimate. That's insane if if this is what the final price ends up being.
4: Um, oh, wait. I thought it was four max, but that's four people joining you. So that'd be five crap. total. That is five bucks a month. That is uh, pretty cheap. I worry for a Game Pass in the long, long haul. I'm not going to lie to you when I see stuff like this, but I mean... I'm gonna take advantage a thousand percent just like movie pass yeah
2: yeah uh but in addition to that we also got uh news on an xbox series s performance boost that is on the way freeing up hundreds of megabytes of memory Apparently, one of the bottlenecks that developers have been running into on Xbox Series S has been memory limitations, and they're saying hundreds of additional megabytes of memory are now available to Series S developers. That gives developers more control over memory, which can improve graphics performance in memory-constrained conditions. Um, So hopefully that will help out any performance issues that developers have been having getting uh, Series S kind of on par with what Series X is doing. Some very good Pretty stuff cool. all around there. Uh, the Game Pass family plan has me very excited uh, about the possibilities
4: there. More expensive in the U.S., technically.
2: Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know what €2199 is
4: translated, but... <laughs> did you, did you uh, know... My... Well, okay. Did you know two weeks ago, the euro fell more than the dollar, so the dollar
3: was worth more. very interesting
2: sorry i don't know (laughs) the more you know uh anywho (laughs) guys
1: we went into the fun facts with christian segment of the show
2: yeah and i've got them (laughs) we've got uh a slew of delays on the way for our last pxn news uh, item of the week and the first one is marvel's midnight Suns from fire axis uh has been delayed until next year Course, this is coming from the developers of xcom and um i think we've been talking about this game before and we really haven't seen a whole lot from this game so i guess it's not terribly surprising to see it um, get delayed uh, but we also have Multiversus season one getting delayed indefinitely um, also morty that was supposed to come uh, at the launch as well has been delayed indefinitely as well it's seemingly because they don't have the content ready, um, so it's coming at a later date. It will remain in open beta until then, and the open beta, beta has actually surpassed 10 million players now, which is insane. Uh, really good numbers for a pretty niche fighting game, I feel like. Um, although, yeah, anyway. But niche. the last one... <laughs> The last one we have is uh, Arc Raiders has been delayed until next year into 2023, and um, yeah. That hurts. I I guess Gage is upset about that one.
0: I am. I was looking for... I want a third-person looter shooter, all right? It's my preferred point of view. I want to see my character, especially if I'm getting new loot and new costumes all the time.
3: All right? I want third-person looter shooter, and uh, Mm -hmm. Arc Raiders looks fun. Wait.
4: Uh, midnight Suns. How long is the delay? Uh, we don't. Next year? I, I don't I think. Thought. It, I thought they said by it's the end of their fiscal year. We've made the decision to move back the launch timing. To ensure we will launch later this fiscal year. Yes.
0: Right. Which could be, it was, ends in March 2023,
4: I believe. Or June.
0: Is it June?
2: I guess it depends on what their fiscal year is, but typically it's
4: June, or like July 1 is the start of the new fiscal year. Okay. This to me is the most worrying of the three, if I'm being honest. Um, I feel like maybe some kind of behind-the-scenes playtesting has revealed that maybe like the card-based kind of... I mean, I say card-based, but it isn't entirely that, but um, it might not have been as great or as fun as they were hoping it would be and they need to go back and do some like some tweaks and overhauls to make sure that they release a quality product Uh, granted like if if that's the case then yeah take your time as much as you need for sure because you know this game looks actually kind of cool and i'm honestly interested in it uh that sucks that we're getting this kind of delay but like yeah i mean if it ends up good in the long haul then heck yeah yep i
1: totally agree i uh they Again, it's not a lot. I agree, but they do have some gameplay of Midnight Suns on on YouTube. They did a, an eight minute one, and I think Eric's has a has a longer video of it uh, on his channel. But um, yeah, I I think it's cool too, Christian. I think it looks like a, a fun time, especially like I I like XCOM. I haven't played all of them, but I like that style of gaming. I have to be in the mood for it, but when I'm in the mood for them, I I really dig it. So it having the Marvel skin on it and having being able to uh build these relationships with the characters having that kind of like a almost visual novel uh like dialogue sort of section of the game on top of the strategy stuff really speaks to the type of stuff that i like to play so i hope whatever this delay is isn't bad news and that they do fix whatever issues they're having because uh yeah i'm definitely Definitely interested in this game. It, this is another one where I went through a, a, a bunch of emotions with, like, Forspoken, but in the opposite direction, where I, when I was first announced, I was like, uh, eh, I don't know
3: about this, and, and now I kind of am excited for it. So mm-hmm. good luck to the devs, and I hope it's sooner rather than later.
2: Uh, I think Multiversus is, is the one that's okay in this, because, uh, mm-hmm. of course, the game's still going on. It's an open beta, and seems to be doing well. Uh, and it's a ton of fun. I've played it. Um, Quite a bit. Very, very good. Very good. Um, Moving into quick fantasy critic draft check-in. Cult of the Lamb has gotten a release, uh, or I'm sorry, reviews releasing, and it is launching tomorrow, apparently during lunchtime, as Christian has said here. Uh, Yes. It is sitting at 86, top Metacritic average on or not Metacritic, top critic average on Open OpenCritic, uh, which means Christian is currently due to get about 16 points from the game, so that's pretty good. You're going to be moving up the list here, Christian. You're going to be at 105, 105 points, Ooh. broke 100.
4: Triple digits, baby. Devolver
2: Digital does not let me down.
3: Oh. I want to play this game so bad, so good. Very interesting. What am I sitting at for points?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Gage. I didn't mean to laugh there. You're at four points. You you did though, but you did. You laughed. <laughs> four and not
0: points. only did you laugh, but you no. like you laughed for like a good like four uh, or five seconds. To
2: be fair though, <laughs> you gotta like update your list because there's like one, two, three games in here, four games in here that have already been confirmed not coming this year. So you gotta get this list in t- tip top shape your gauge, because you're missing some games. You gotta yeah. swap those out. You, know? you laughed for as long as you paused in between Modern Warfare and two.
0: Oh, just my now. God.
4: Looking you at Gage's what? list, I don't know if Summerville is coming this year either.
0: It's not. It got delayed.
4: Yes, oh. correct. So, five
3: games.
2: Dang. You know what?
0: How, do I, how do, I, do, I, do I even have enough points? Or, like, how does that work for swapping <laughs> games? Am I even allowed I think, to swap that many games?
4: I think I allowed up to two drops. Oh, good. Oh, so. good. So
0: what and, and wait, if you get if a game gets delayed out of the year, you get a zero like you just get like it's just null. You don't get any points for it. Correct. OK, that's not the, that's not the worst thing. It just puts more weight on the choices that do come out this year. Yeah. OK. All right. Yeah. You might still be OK.
2: Uh, Gage, speaking of my pause, I just want to address that real quick as well. <laughs> right. So, oh, so guess, <laughs> last week. Since last <laughs> week, Gage, since last week, I didn't have a chance to defend why there was a pause there. There you was. Did. A- we echoed about it for like an hour, <laughs> but continue. I know, but that was not on official stream here. The reason why there was a pause there guys was because Mm -hmm. i had answered playstation 3 no playstation 4 in a previous question so i said i can't do that again because they are going to destroy me so i started saying modern warfare and then i was thinking two or three is it two or three and as i'm saying two christian's also saying incorrect I'm Dan I doesn't understand. realize
0: that this that this, that, this, that this almost <laughs> is worse because the, you're admitting that you didn't know which one and that that pause, First of all, we've we've gone we've gone so far because originally there was no pause. If you watch the clip, originally there was no pause. Christian and I were crazy. Now, yeah, you admit that there was a pause. No, that's and then you're saying correct. that the pause was because you were trying that's to decide what between I was two saying. different games. No, like that gave. is
2: not what I was saying. It, the reason why I was going off on the stream was because of that reason, but I didn't have the chance to explain that, and instead you guys assumed I was saying no pause. I was saying no. That's not correct. I was saying Modern Warfare Two. I wasn't dis. Disagreeing that there was a pause. Of course, there was a pause. I was saying no. It was not Modern Warfare that I was saying. It was Modern Warfare Two. If I was saying Modern Warfare, I would have said Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. But there's no way for us to know that. I know that
0: you That's say that. Know- <laughs> uh, That's the game's name. Okay, but
2: here's, here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna propose
0: for the sake of this for the sake of this podcast for the sake of the audience. I am putting forward. Um, the audience doesn't know about this yet, and I'm, I want to still keep it a surprise so they're going to be kind of thrown off, but I guess this, this, could, this could also be considered a tease. I want this to be the very first case for Judge Warner. I want Dan to come up with all of his evidence. I have. I want... I've presented it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> right now, no, and... <laughs> on
2: Twitter, everywhere.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. And you're going to get everything you need. I'm going to get everything I need. Christian can do that as well, and Rashan will decide a year from now, and then it will that will be it, and we will respect it.
4: Thank you,
2: Do you know the biggest Absolutely. travesty of it all, though? Christian None awarding, it, it's, Christian awarding you the points for it because I had already given the correct answers.
5: <laughs>
0: no, I knew what... Listen, all right, moving on. What's the next bit? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the death of us. This... this the stakes could not be lower. <laughs> I,
2: I was just presenting my evidence because I felt like nobody cared to hear my side of it last week, so I'm presenting my evidence, and nobody oh, still cares about it this okay, week. I have, so. be nice. I have to be Listen, nice. have to be nice. Listen,
0: we're going to do this in, a, in an <laughs> official setting next year with that thing we have planned, and then it'll be decided that
1: and are we will
0: leave it. We're going to forget <laughs> about this. Who's going to
3: We're
2: not going to forget. Think, I promise no. you. Also, can yeah. I just Between point you out? And me, Dan, can I just forget it? Can I just point out that Judge Warner already made his ruling on Twitter when afterwards no. he said, "No,
0: he did not make an official ruling." He when just he gave said, his
2: "When he said, I'm on
1: Dan's side now," I said, "I'm starting to lean." Exactly. You just. I didn't make my down, final Dan. decision. Let me let you me check my tweet. Down. You guys keep doing it. Did I say something that I
0: shouldn't? No, you, you said
1: exactly. <laughs> you said what you that. just said. Yes. now. you did. No. Say, okay. You okay. said leaning
2: towards Dan. That's what you just said. Is what you said. See, okay. Dan's <laughs> fibbing again. I'm Dan's not fibbing. fibbing up a storm. I'm, I'm not fibbing at all. I'm telling you. Uh, forget it. I personally love Moving to on. answer
4: questions correctly.
2: <laughs> what? You, you said what happened? Moving on. Hell yeah. Christian... <laughs> You gave the biggest travesty by giving Gage both questions correct and giving Gage 14 seconds to answer a question that no one else had. How is that? You can't say
0: both though because you've agreed that the first one was was a mistake. So you can't use that as evidence. If you're if you're agreeing with us that the PlayStation 3 then what 4 is- debacle I am. Yes. Okay, correct. so then stop using stop using multiple questions if you
2: agree with that one. But no, if that one's fine. Then you can just. I'm agreeing with me not getting those points, but you still got awarded the points when obviously you knew the answer. True.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Listen, this will be settled eventually, officially, in a I don't know. judicial I like manner.
4: Won. It's been settled enough. Dan, Dan has won.
0: been won. Dan has won. That's that's the
2: cherry on top is that you won the game. I understand that I won. I'm just saying I felt like I didn't get a chance to explain my reasoning and everybody. Forget it. Anywho moving on pxn's (laughs) best of all time august theme is announced we are going with best video game location slash setting uh so yeah we're we're gonna pick those next week we'll announce our individual picks and uh yeah that'll be exciting what What? you know like
3: you
5: know, I didn't hear it, like for the
4: whole, is it for the whole game or like a certain uh, chapter or how's this going to work?
0: I guess it'd have to be, yeah. If you're, I guess if your game takes you to multiple locations, choose a uh, location. I, I guess that's fair. Yeah, and then anything that happens in that location, you can use for part of your argument, yeah, as to why it's yeah. Okay. I
1: don't I don't think like that. Like you won't say God of War for best location. You choose this location, and God of War is best location in a video game right right even though it has more than one location i feel like, i feel
0: we could we could go either way like most games
1: le- take place in more than one place right
0: yeah i'm leaning towards your your mindset Rashan, but i feel like you could go either way you could say like anything in the game is fair game and it's right. all works towards it
4: here's my thing i wouldn't pick a certain place from zelda ocarina of time i would pick like hyrule like whole thing. yeah that's fine that's okay you know what i mean
0: I guess that's true, too, because, like, somebody chose The Last of Us. It's like the whole game is a road trip, so h- how can you only pick one? That's true. Okay. Yeah, I think so, Hyrule's
2: fair. Like, if, like, an area or whatever. It doesn't. I don't think it has to be a specific, you know, location within the world if it's, you want to choose
4: Hyrule or if you want to choose Midgard or, you know, etc. Right. So, like, okay. would the setting of The Last of Us be, like, post-apocalyptic U.S.? That's the setting of The Last of Us.
2: Sure, yeah, listen. We make okay. the rules here just like you make the rules for PXN Jeopardy. It's <laughs> this <just laughs> guy, man. Moving into our what you got for me uh, Doom Eternal Ancient Gods Part One. I started that up, uh, and have been playing that the last couple weeks, um, off and on. Very much enjoying that DLC. It's the first time I've played it um, uh, since I beat the original game. I never got a chance to go back for the DLC, so I'm going back now. Of course, one of my backlogged items that I didn't talk about on our backlog episode. But uh, yeah, this DLC is fantastic. Very difficult and challenging. It's absolutely insane how... Uh, the difficulty ramps up over the course of Doom Eternal, and that continues into the DLC. Like it is very difficult, but I really enjoy it. Um, it's not like a you know irritating difficulty. It's more like, oh, I did this wrong. I need to correct this for my next run. Uh, so yeah, very much enjoying that. So uh, row,
1: <laughs> what'd you get? I got, I got nothing. Still got nothing. I really I really want to play Cult of Lamb though. I've been watching a bunch of streams playing it's like this looks like my jam. I wanna play it really bad. So will I play it by next week? Definitely not, but I am I'm 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 on break after next week though. So maybe I'll get a chance Mm. to play it the week after.
4: Heck yeah. A Fortnite away. Yes.
2: Fortnite away. Christian, what you got for me?
4: First of all, I've been back on Tinder every night. Swiping oh, yeah. away. A lot of, it's been a lot of fun. I redid my bio. Uh, Tinder, the hardest game of them all, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah. Otherwise. So, the other game that I've been playing, it was kind of a like spur-of-the-moment purchase for me that I didn't think I would end up buying, but here we are. I watched my friend play it, and it was apparently the first time he was ever playing it, and he was playing it through emulator on PC, so it was the actual GameCube game. Uh, but I... I know that they had released a remaster of this series, not just the first game, but also the second. Um, and I was just watching it play. I'm like, dude, I had the itch because this is all I would play in middle school. I would listen to my books via audio cassette and play this game. Banana. A game that do-
3: Wait, what? I just have a
4: game that doctors <laughs> use to play um, to improve their hand-eye coordination. I'm talking about Super Monkey Ball. No. Uh, Banana Mania, yeah. I think, is the remake. And uh, still, just as, heck, still just as fun as ever. Like, I love Super Monkey Ball to death. Like, I'm a Super Monkey Ball fan. Die hard. Like, I'm talking like I used to play the minigames. Super uh, Monkey Ball Target, Monkey Pool, Monkey Golf, all of it. Monkey Golf. Fight. Dude, the, the one critique I have of this game... Okay, it feels like a. I uh, I prefer the GameCube game. About it is just a bit off in the actual controls. Otherwise, I wish it was multiplayer. I need to play Monkey Fight, Monkey Target, Monkey Party, all that stuff with friends online. But the game itself, fun. Podcasting, or listening to podcasts and playing it, heck yeah. I, I, shout out to you. Having a good time.
1: I, I've seen, I've, I haven't played Monkey Ball, but I've seen so many gameplay videos of it, like on YouTube and like speedrunners doing it on Twitch. And it seems like a game I would enjoy. But like you were saying, like the. You had to use an emulator for this, right?
4: No, 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 that's that's oh. how he was playing the original. I just bought the the remaster on Oh, okay, say, okay, like okay. That's
1: that's what I was going to ask actually like would that be a good entry point? I guess it's the only entry point right now, right?
4: Yeah. I mean it, yeah. and it's it's nice cuz it's also a PS4 game as well so you'd be able to play it. I don't know. Like it doesn't have the exact charm that the original has. Like it, it definitely like the remaster like the music is different, like menus are different. Um it's easier it's it's a lot more, lot more approachable because it's uh mm. you know you can do like hint mode or whatever and get extra time etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's it's more approachable that way but if you're like a diehard fan then like the gamecube was like the definitive version in my opinion look again though seven out of 10. 7
0: out of ten hell yeah do you want a super monkey ball remake but with like the graphics and technology of like the planet of the apes reboot Oh my God! Like the
4: visual fidelity of, of yeah. Caesar, and the,
0: and, and, the serious, and the serious and the tone.
4: Oh, dude, why not? Uh, Apes together, ball. Christian Apes together, ball.
2: Christian, I vaguely remember you saying that you'll never play
4: Monkey Banana Mania. I said this a thousand percent. Yeah, I'm weak, Dan. What do you want from me? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, why couldn't you have been weak last week? <laughs> Dan's least favorite movie is Frozen. Want to know why? Because he won't let it go.
0: See, Dan, I don't feel bad for you because you 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 started the po- the first thing you did this episode was bring it up. I what don't feel do bad you, for you at all. What do you expect? You said, I expected I expected more from you. Why can't you be more like Rashan?
3: Hell yeah, that's my idol. That is my idol.
0: Uh, trust and Roe. Gage, what's you got? Goodness. Um. Goodness. i got i got a vendetta let me fucking tell you (laughs) damn um i've been playing i've been playing i've been playing an unhealthy amount of tarkov still grinding up i i don't even want to know how many hours i put into this wipe but it's bad it's really bad um like i'm looking at my progress and i don't like i said i'm not a big uh streamer guy but uh, my friend who sends me tips and videos and all that stuff like I'm not that far off from some of like the professional Tarkov streamers. I'm like, I'm just doing this for fun. This is bad. This is this is not good. So way too much time in Tarkov. I've been playing uh some Halo Infinite with you, Daniel, and some Battlefield with Christian and Dan and all that good stuff. I'm actually kinda I'm kinda finding my groove with Battlefield. I'm getting into it. I still think as you said, there's not a lot of content and similar to Halo Infinite, like they've got a long way to go. But it's definitely a fixable game. It's not it's not irreversible. It's not it's not a lost cause, so I mean I think in a year from now, um, I'm sure Halo Infinite will be great, but specifically Battlefield twenty forty two I'm sure will be um, I'm sure it's gonna have a Battlefield four trajectory where it just gets better and better over time. So I am enjoying that quite a bit.
2: Heck yeah. We're gonna have to get Rowan involved in some game sessions when he's uh, out of school here Absolutely. in a couple
5: yes. weeks.
4: Heck yeah. You kill everyone.
2: Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely not, but I'll try. Try my hardest.
2: All right, guys. Moving into the topic of the show, remake or bust, guys. What three games, here we go, are you most wanting to see a remake from and why do you want to see that? Uh, also, I want you to choose a game that we aren't already getting, so one that's not already announced, so Dead Space has already been announced, Splinter Cell, Max Payne, 1 plus 2, Resident Evil 4, etc. etc. So... Uh, I guess let's, let's start her off. Let's start her off with Ro. Ro, what, what's okay. your first one? What's your first one?
1: Okay. Um, I think I'm going to work backwards on the list that I put in the doc, though. But, before I give you my number three, I just want to give some quick honorable mentions that may spark conversation, may not. I don't know. But, uh, one of my honorable mentions is Pokemon Black and White. Love that game. I would love them to remake that uh, like they did with Pokemon diamond and pearl fighting vipers is just like a sega dreamcast game or maybe a saturn i'm not sure but it was a a fun fighting game from my childhood that i really liked love them to bring them back with those characters especially with the whole fighting game craze that is going on right now with street fighter 6 and uh guilty gear and kid icarus uprising i will take a port or a reboot i just want to play that game again just not on my 3ds i would i would love it to be on the switch um, I think Kid or Chris should should come back. It's it's been a it's a long time coming. Um, and my last one that I f- may have sparked conversation, may not, but the original Uncharted, like Uncharted One. Mm-hmm. I or- know, I would love that to be remade, like a, a re remake sort of style, or Last of Us One Part Two. I guess is more more apt for this conversation. But yeah, the the game, the gunplay didn't age very well, but like the story, mm-hmm. the atmosphere, everything about Uncharted One is awesome. So I'd love to see them. Update that sometime in the future, probably a ways away, but I love them to revisit. But my number three is uh, Pokemon uh, Red, like the original one. I know they did Fire Red, but I would love them to do what they've been doing with Dragon Quest and Octopath Traveler. Don't bring it into 3D. Do HD 2D stuff that's going on. Just use pixel art. It's never going to happen, but I would love it <laughs> if they would just like make the pixel art beautiful same old pokemon game literally the same game but just make it hd 2d like how they do with dragon quest 2 i think they're doing that in a couple of uh a couple of months they're releasing something like that and what they do with final fantasy a couple of times too but yeah that would be a dream come true i'd love i would love
4: it. cool i would sell too
1: yeah i i feel like nintendo doesn't think so but i think
2: yeah a lot of people that are older even would be super nostalgia for that yeah. nostalgic yeah uh, Christian, what's your? Give us your number three and any honorable mentions you got.
4: Um. Okay. I actually. Okay. That's fair. I can start with my honorable mentions for sure. Uh, I wrote a few in here. Uh. Metroid Prime. I wrote in here. I put this in honorable mention because I think. I think we are getting the remake. Sorry, the remaster from Nintendo, which I think is good enough because th- it's not a super old game. I think it, it'll be fine with just a few touch-ups. Like a full-on remake, I think would, would be just absolutely awesome. That's just that's just you know asking for probably a bit too much. But yeah, it'd be it'd be cool. Remaster's is fine. So that's why I'll really mention uh, Need for Speed Underground. The first one I think is an absolutely incredible game. I I still think about it. You'd probably get uh, tr- have trouble with like licensing issues if you did like a full remake, um, which is the trouble there. But um, I mean, even a new entry would be would be sufficient for me if if not a remake. Uh, and then last is a uh, Konami game, which is Silent Hill 2, which is, I think is uh, acclaimed as the best of the Silent Hill games. I think it would be awesome as as a remake, and I think I think you could do it. Who would do it? I don't know. Um, but this is this is of the th- these three honorable mentions, I think this is definitely the one that would be uh, worth bringing to modern consoles uh, the most. So, and especially in, like the Renaissance of survival horror, I think it's it's perfect. Uh, but the first one that I'm starting with for remakes um, is actually Ape Escape. We just got the um, kind of port on PlayStation Premium. People checked it out. Uh, if they liked it, they liked it. If they didn't, they didn't. And, you know, that's okay. I think Bluepoint would be great for a it would, it said Blue Point. Hemosobi would be perfect for a revitalization of Ape Escape. No doubt with what they're doing with Astro. Honestly, a, a, a spiritual sequel or some kind of direct sequel to Ape Escape would probably be the better route. A remake would, would be, I think, sufficient. I think it'd be a lot of fun to have um, some kind of inspirations from Astro in, into like, an Ape Escape remake. I think it'd be a lot of fun, and it'd go a long way with um, getting more family-friendly titles on PlayStation. So be, I think it could be awesome.
2: Sweet. Uh, Gage, what's your number three in any honorable mentions you got? Okay um realistically this
0: should be my top three in terms of how much i want it maybe it'd even be number one but i'm gonna put this in the honorable mentions because we've all talked about it before and i want to get some time to some other games so honorable mention red dead redemption remake obviously everybody we've talked about it before it's something that everybody would be super down for just put you already have the map just poured it into the new engine you don't even have to touch the voice lines because as we've all said, I think people forget how good the story was in the first one and how good the voice acting was. So that's an honorable mention. We've talked about that a lot. I probably want that more than anything on my list, but we've talked about that before. So I'm going to say Red Dead Redemption. It's an honorable mention. Um, and I'm going to say Halo 3 as an honorable mention as well. Uh, it's the only one that hasn't gotten the full remaster treatment. That's, the, that's what I thought you were going to pick when you were talking about in the pre-show. Um... Uh, obviously Blur Studios does an incredible job with cinematics. I'd love to see them not only remake but like sort of redo some of those scenes um and and sort of add some more action-packed uh, stuff to some of the cutscenes in Halo 3 or maybe even just add cutscenes to it. But Halo 3, yeah, it's 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 the odd man out. It hasn't gotten that full treatment, that full facelift yet. So I think that would be nice. Um but my number three. Um it's tough with the order. Okay, I'm gonna go my number three is the Walk Telltale's The Walking Dead season. Oh, I was wow. thinking about this one too, actually. Yeah, I played the I shit think, out of it. I think um, they've updated it. It's gotten its 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 console enhancements. The engine. I mean, you can only you can only sort of polish a turd so much. And when I say <laughs> turd, I'm of course talking about the gameplay engine, not the game itself. We all agree the gameplay is fantastic but i would love to see anyone sit down and look me in the eyes and say that that gameplay engine is anything other <laughs> than a hot steaming pile of manure that game is the hitching in that game is absolutely ridiculous sometimes characters <laughs> would like stand and freeze and you'd hear the scene play out and then they'd start moving like it's just i think it i think the caliber of the story does not match the caliber of the gameplay in my opinion for that so i would love to see a, a remake for that um, I would want it to be like a like a very faithful and sort of like strict remake where I want I mean, ideally in a in a perfect utopia, I would love for the voice acting to stay the exact same and for it to just be an, uh, a just purely gameplay animation overhaul. but if if it were to if i if it were to mean that we'd get a whole new remake and a brand new engine, I would be fine with a with a with a top to bottom remake. But the Walking dead season one, the the emotional impacts of that game, I would love to see that with, like, say, some supermassive type graphics, right? Like the quarry or something like that. Like that game would hit like a freight train, There's some of the emotional moments in that game if it had that sort of level of connectivity with the with the characters. So Telltales The Walking Dead season one, that's my number three.
4: I am currently trying to buy this game um, on the Humble Bundle. Hell yeah. For a dollar. So heck yeah.
0: That's a really, that's a really good deal. And it comes with the other seasons too, right? You
4: season two and then something said like 400 something uh, 400 days yeah. that's
0: the interlude between season one and two yeah i didn't mind 400 days i didn't mind it
2: yeah definitely see it through because blem's hmm, story is great yeah all right guys my number three i don't have any honorable mentions because you know i'm not honor yeah <laughs> i like how we both came up with that that was good uh my number three is uh fallout 3. Oh, actually i wish i wouldn't have done that anyway i already <laughs> committed too late fallout no, what's the other one what's the other one oh, i'm curious i'm the, curious the one that i was gonna do for number three yeah the, uh... Should I just are switch? you still going to do it? Oh a,
0: oh, a different you mean a different no. game that's already in your order. Yes. 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 OK, then never mind. Yeah, no, yeah never
2: I'll mind. just do it. Fallout three uh amazing game back in the day. But man, just like you said, that <laughs> the telltale engine is a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> the, the Bethesda engine back then especially yep. <laughs> was a steaming pile of crap. So yeah. I would love to see Fallout three remade and just. Beautiful glory use the Starfield engine because I feel like it's you know it shouldn't be that different because it's still a continuation of their creation engine Um, right and that game was so good like the locations in that game especially like we'll, we'll see that with our August theme that we just talked about freaking Megaton is an insane storyline that that city that has a bomb literally in the middle of the city and people are just like freaking out like what do we do about this bomber some people are worshiping the bomb and some people it's just weird but it's so cool uh and yeah I would love to get a updated gameplay uh of of Fallout 3 with better gunplay and and stuff like that right that's oh so good
0: man shout out shout out to old school bethesda because not only is megaton this fantastic it's got so much interesting lore to it it's, it's got some of the best most interesting quest lines in that game and they just let you delete that at the very beginning of the game if you yeah. want <laughs> you can just get rid of that entire place
5: yeah like
0: the freedom in, in old school bethesda games like i yeah i i really wish yeah yeah. What well, shout out to shout out to megaton but also just shout out to bethesda for letting you just go balls to the walls in that game and just like like you said, it's such a, a well thought out place and then it's like you can just get rid of it immediately.
4: <laughs> yes. More, more games need missable things like that. That's very I didn't know that was a thing and Fallout through that sounds incredible. And one of the, one of the reasons why I like The Last of Us Part 2 so much is that they des- their design philosophy was built around a lot of missable mom- story moments that if you did not spend the time to explore, you'd miss. And they're like fantastic stuff that is like, to me it's like, damn, this is essential to my playthrough. Um, huh. More games need that kind of stuff. Red Dead 2 is a great example too.
3: Yes,
0: because mm-hmm. it, oh it gives you it gives you that unique experience, right? And it's it's yep. Red Dead Two is a great example because that has a linear story, but it can still be your own, right? Right? We mm-hmm. talked about the the cutscene and that Rashan and I got a completely different cutscene for that, and it's like, yes, we we can still discuss, we can still have that water cooler discussion about the overall story, but then you get those personable moments, which is really nice. So I agree, that's uh more games need that absolutely, especially Grand Theft Auto. They kind of have, or not Grand Theft Auto story, um Rockstar Games. They kind of have their foot in like. Two directions, and they kind of need to find a way to sort of blend together mm, their mm. extremely linear uh, story missions, but with
3: their sort of open world, very RPG like uh, sure. open world. So, totally. Uh, Ro, what's your second? Yes.
4: What's your second pick here,
1: Christian? Was this the one that you 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 couldn't guess?
4: Uh, if you're, I think if it's the middle one, then yeah, I couldn't guess it.
1: Okay. Well. You should have guessed because it's Kirby Air Ride. Oh!
4: Yeah, <laughs> I got it right before he said it. Yes, okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God,
1: Kirby Air Ride. If they oh. they gotta bring this back, please Nintendo. Kirby is on a high though, so maybe they'll do it. Like whatever this Kirby, like Sweet Dream Course thing is, I don't remember what it's called. Sweet d- dessert thing looks cute. I like it. There's some there's some racing elements to it. It's adorable. Where's Kirby Air Ride? Bring that back. You want to make, make Kirby big again bring Kirby Air Ride back the, like with online multiplayer City Trial Dude City and, Trial multiplayer could you imagine God, I can't imagine and Nintendo needs to do it please But yeah Kirby Air Ride it's a it's a huge and solid trip for me I, I played that game like every day after school but and the, the the gameplay is actually really fun like I know a lot of people are down on like the 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 braking to drive instead of accelerating sort of thing it was it was a, it was a weird kind of way to race, but I enjoyed it, like drifting and all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. That's
4: what made it different. What made it right? engaging, dude? Yes. Oh my God. City trial is like one of my favorite things of the GameCube. Like GameCube has some yes. some sleepers on there and Kirby Rides I think is up there. That collecting different things to make a different ride and like the mm-hmm. power up oh, to that yeah. by the time the trial finishes you do a minigame. You don't know who, what you're gonna get and like hopefully you have the right build for that Ah oh, dude so good. Okay. I love you. Bro. Yes. I respect the shit. Eh?
1: Nintendo, bring that back. Please, if you know what's good for you, bring that back.
2: Nintendo needs to just air out a pass for a touchdown. Give us Kirby Air Ride. Yes, it just it air out. Just, ah. Yes. <laughs> Christian, what's your number two? Dan thought it was funny. I did. Uh, um, it's a I'm telltale understand- game. Dan thought it was funny. That, uh, okay. <laughs> That's a good one. I, uh, I respect that <laughs>
4: I'm going to skip my middle one and go to something that's a bit more familiar territory. Uh, we just got, obviously, a huge PlayStation remake very recently. It was at the launch of the PS5 with Blue Point's uh, Demon Souls. Um, and I, I think it'd be worth revisiting Dark Souls 1 um, for a remake. I think that game is perfect as it is. There's a few design philosophies. Actually, I take that back. There's a few design philosophies I would absolutely change because a lot of it is like, oh, I wish this was a bit better just to make it easier for me. And I'm talking just like placements of things, which is the bonfire specifically. Um, even if you left that in, it would still be a phenomenal, like flawed masterpiece to bring to, to modern consoles. And I think p- enough people are, are trying Dark Souls 1 now after Elden Ring, given how like acclaimed that trilogy is, that, you know, if it's that old technology is holding you back, I think it'd be worth exploring some kind of remake. I think it'd be fantastic. And you could leave honestly so much of it the same and it'd still be incredible look at how blue point read the demon souls like it's the same stuff um but obviously with reworked um visual assets uh and and updated models but yeah it'd be it'd be great oh i can't imagine how spoilers i guess for wh- what i'm going to p- be picking next uh next week for um this video game location but like dark souls 1 um is going to be is going to be there it's it's fantastic so good
2: Very nice oh, Yeah. Nice.
3: I, would, I, would, I would like that too actually as
1: someone who hasn't played a souls yet Elden ring is definitely i want that to be my first but if i like it i would i would love to give dark souls one a try just for like so good it dude. being the it's first so yeah
2: they can't trick me again i'm not buying it a fourth time <laughs> nope. fourth time yes
1: Gabe, oh. what's
2: your number two
0: <laughs> Number two is probably my favorite skateboarding game of all time. Tony Hawk's Project eight. Um, it's super unfortunate because i can't I have not been able to find this uh, um you can't I don't think you can buy it digitally for uh, on Xbox for backwards compatibility. Uh, you might be able to play it if you had a physical disc, but that's impossible to find. I've been hankering to play this game ever since I got back into skate, which is available through backwards compatibility. Um, I, I love Project 8. I mean, it's been so long since I played it, so it, I totally could be misremembering it. I don't think I am, but like, I don't know. It was the perfect blend of like semi-realistic skateboarding, but it's still it, it almost seems like it was Tony Hawk's version of skate where it's like you're still using the buttons to do your combos. You can still do ridiculous combos, but everything's just a bit more better animated. You had your ragdoll sort of events where you could do your, you know, hall uh, of meat, but whatever their version was called. I remember the open world being really fun and really really cool designed areas. I remember the school and that specifically had so many cool places to combo. Um, and it was the only story that like I didn't hate. I don't remember the story being great, but like it was it was campy and it was fun. And uh, I just miss this game. I think it'd be a I think it'd be a great alternative to Skate, where Skate is very very simulation. It's very even if even on easy mode, it's very difficult. It's got a huge learning curve. So I would love to have an alternative to that and. I think Project 8 is is a great sort of casual arcadey alternative to a, a somewhat more realistic uh, skate game. So Project 8, I want it back, or I want it to be bought on digital at the very least. Uh,
4: but Christian? There are two things I still think about with Project 8 to this day. That's why I wrote Yo in the doc. Uh one is like hands down the opening to that game even though like you can look it up on YouTube even though like it's it's ugly com- com- it's a 16-year-old game compared to yeah. like what our games look like now the vibes in that opening uh are probably like the top 10 video game like cutscenes of all time for me Oh like, is that it, is that for... is... Are you talking about the real with the song playing yeah, with Casabian's K- uh, club foot playing, it's like the slow mo. Uh, yes. And this, that leads yes. to the second thing, which why well, I think what makes this game so special. I like, can see like you, the comparisons to Skate. It had uh, nail the trick like mode, or not mode, but like um, a gameplay mechanic where you pushed in the the two sticks and you'd go slow mo mode. And if you were in the air, you would control each individual foot right. with the with the sticks, so you could do like individual like impossibles or kick flips, heel flips, depending on where your feet. We're going you could
0: do a custom flip trick
4: yeah that was yeah, the big and, look right and it's it oh, dude it's so good the way like it feels so good to click that it and go into slow-mo like going off a a, a bank and right it's like it's so good project 8 is like a very much like an underrated tony hawk game so that, that's i agree a with fantastic that fantastic pick
0: yeah i love project date so good oh, i i totally forgot i mm. i i picked this and i totally forgot about that custom flip thing so I completely forgot about that and I still chose this dude that's (laughs) that game is under that game is extremely underrated I miss project date so much
4: shout out downhill jam for the Wii too Uh, just throw that in there
2: (laughs) (laughs) project date is one of the few Tony Hawk games I haven't played so
0: oh man that would be if you ever get a hankering for a skate game and somehow somehow you find your way into it that'd be great to play for the first time it's so much fun Hmm. it's so much fun
2: heck yeah all right, my number two, which I probably should have had at number three instead of Fallout, but anywho. Assassin's Creed remake. Absolutely would love that. Uh, go back, we've had this discussion before, new Assassin's Creed, old Assassin's Creed, you know, gameplay differences. Obviously, the original is much more stealth-focused, um, and I'm a big fan of both. Uh, I think both have a place um, and I would love to even see Ubisoft experiment and do something like one year they do the stealth-based version, and one year they do the more open-world RPG version. I think that both could coexist very well, um, and I think this would be a perfect opportunity for that to go back to the original stealth-based combat of the original Assassin's, Assassin's Creed to make a remake. And Altair, in my opinion, was a really good character, and that didn't even necessarily come to full fruition at the end of Assassin's Creed. It was more so Assassin's Creed Revelations when Ezio meets up with Altair, essentially in the animus. Spoilers. What? Spoilers. Oh. Oh. Spoilers for the game is like yeah. no, one cares. no I'm, I, it was a joke. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, a very yeah. old game, but yes, I, I I think that interaction was fantastic and like really made me love Ezio or Ezio Altair as a character. Um, so I really would love to see them do a proper remake for that game and just enhance that combat and enhance the stealth mechanics. And oh, uh, I just want to. I do like while I do enjoy the current Assassin's Creed, I do miss that original Assassin's Creed flavor as well. And uh, gosh, give us that multiplayer back because that was actually really cool and inventive. Um, so yeah.
0: Are you talking about the four the the player versus player?
2: Yes. Uh oh. Okay. The one where you can like disguise yourself. Yeah, Brotherhood, yeah. Yes, Brotherhood and. Um, revelations I think also had it as well. I think yes. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I do miss that. I thought it was fun to disguise yourself and stuff. But, uh Ro, what is your number 1 remake number you want to see?
1: Yes. Before I get to my number 1, I just I, when uh, Christian and Gage were talking about Tony Hawk, I, 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 I got some more honorable mentions. Plus uh, one other thing about the Tony Hawk games that I that I do miss. Is never soft. Just like the logo itself. Yeah. yeah, I love that logo. And they always do some really cool like intros with it. And I think for the Project Eight one, they had like this weird skateboarder dude, like a really weird like squishy skateboardy. I don't know. You, you guys could look it yeah. up. But i Yeah. I miss the weird intros. Those those are always fun. Just booting up a PS2 and like, this is, this is so weird. I shouldn't be looking at this, but I love it.
4: Yeah. This but, whole like standing. Yeah, the skewerist having the eye. Stabbing the eye.
1: Uh, every time, uh, yeah. oh, so cool. Um, but yeah, the honorable mentions that I thought of when you guys were talking about that was Need for Speed Underground. I would love that to come back. That would be a cool one. and EA oh wait, <laughs> okay. has it come back? Fuck what? me then. Oh sorry, I didn't hear you. Sorry. Oh did you say that?
0: Yes. actual Oh. Oh is it oh is it honorable? Okay, yeah. 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 I'm sorry Christian. I apologize.
1: The other Thank one you, was <laughs> was I hope you didn't say this too? <laughs> NBA Street, EA Sports, Big. Okay, good. That's that's another one that I would love to to come. Man, with well.
0: I picked that. I said no! that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. For my last pick, my number one pick. I wouldn't be me if if my entire list wasn't just freaking Nintendo. Legend of Zelda, Minish Cap, uh, by Capcom slash Nintendo. One of my yes. favorite Zelda games, only below. Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild, that game just has such an amazing style. I would love it to just do the, Win- the Link's Awakening treatment. That would be that would be cool. I would love that um, top down two D. That would be awesome. But I kept thinking about it, like if they did a full remake of this and did like a Wind Waker style behind the shoulder, like that would be so cool. Especially for that for this type of game where you can shrink. So having like being in an environment as Link and then just like, oh, this is really cool. I like this this area. I can explore it. And then you shrink. And then it's a completely different environment, totally beautiful, um, being able to walk around with the Minish or the Picori or whatever. But yeah, that game is one of my favorites. I would love that to be remade in, honestly, any style. I just want to play it again. Yes, yes, Christian.
4: Uh, off, off Minish Cap, I also want to just shout out uh, Four Swords Adventure, yes, which is like, yeah. not a lot of people talk about that as a game either. Like, But mm-hmm. I also think it's it's fantastic.
0: That Me as too. There we go. Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Bring that back.
4: Incredible pick, real.
0: Incredible. Every time somebody talks about Legend of Zelda, <laughs> I feel like there's more games than there have been before. Like, my understanding of Legend of Zelda was there was Legend of Zelda, there was Ocarina of Time, and there was Link's Awakening. And then mm-hmm. they remade one of them, and it was like everybody's talking about Wind Waker and how it's amazing. And I was like, I didn't even know this game exists. So you just said Minish uh-huh. Cap. And I was like, you made that up. That's not even a real game. You just made that up just now. <laughs> Every time. Legend of Zelda gets brought up. There's suddenly more games in this franchise that's just just growing, for, forever apparently. This is games. Games. Yeah, yeah 20, I did not 29. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. How many mm-hmm. are there?
1: I think 20, 29, 30. That sounds to Google,
4: like a lot.
1: According to Google, it's 29. Maybe that that they're including like offs and stuff too. Well,
0: remember remember when we looked like it up Hero and there Wars was like 90. Yeah, 96. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy games. Was that on air that we did that?
2: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Could be like
4: re-releases as well, like maybe. For
0: sure. They definitely
2: count that, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, according I'm- to
4: the okay, that is they are, because on the release timeline, I'm seeing 26 individuals. So there's at least three that Google is counting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Extras. But 26 like individual. That's yeah. nuts. Is all the games is a lot, a lot as well.
2: That's crazy. Christian, what's your number one most wanted?
4: I have a controversial pick here, for my last oh. one. Um, if you can, you're can, really in the doc, you can, you can guess what it is. Uh, <clears throat> I have to preface it this way. Metal Gear Solid 1 should not be remade. Um, would I love it? Yes. But it would need serious overhauling on the level design game, game front. They did a remake once, technically, more of a remaster. Eh, it was kind of remade. It gets weird. With, like, GameCube, right. Twin Snakes. Um, and that worked just fine, but like, it was sort of broken. Going into first person does break that game. I don't know how you would remake it um, and then have it be top down. I don't think that's what people would want out of a remake, um, and it'd be hard just because it's 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 this older design. It, it would just would not work unless it, it was like serious overhaul. And I don't know who would do that. And if they do do that, like, is it still technically Metal Gear Solid One anymore? I don't know. Ship a Theseus moment.
0: Can I can I can I just interject really quickly? Yeah, what about a Resident Evil Two situation?
4: Okay, this is where I was heading.
0: Okay, all right, go ahead.
4: Um, and I think for me, what I what I look to is is Resident Evil Two, and seeing how they remade, obviously RE Two, um, not for Metal Gear Solid One, uh, for Metal Gear Solid Two specifically. I think this is the one that I think you would lead off with uh, with a remake. You could you can get away with just like porting MGS One to modern. You can give it like some a fresh coat of paint to make it like at least like, some kind of remaster or, like, up-res it. And I think it would be just fine. Playing that game as an artifact of its time, I think, is the way to go. And remaking Metal Gear Solid 2 as, as the jumping-off point to remaking, like, the, the rest of the, the games, I think, is, is... is the way I, I think, would, would want to have these games come out. And I, I don't know. Like, and I was looking up, like, stuff about MGS1 Remake, because I know it's been, like, rumored for a long time. There was that rumor that Blue Point handed it off to another team, and there's like stuff on Twitter. People are saying that it's a PSVR2 launch title. Um, I don't source trust me, bro. Energy on, on this, but like, <laughs> right. it's very much like no one knows how you remake Metal Gear Solid One. Um, hmm. So I said, just skip that. Go with MGS2. It would work just fine. That level design is perfect for for um, like a third person style game. So yeah, absolutely, MGS2 remake that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ah. Glenn. Oh sorry. <laughs>
1: no no i i kind of answered my own question with what i was thinking i was like i was why would they remake two if they're not going to remake one but they remade resident evil two and yeah it's, it's no big deal if it's the second one i guess mm-hmm. just yeah, i'm just thinking about like a new fan trying to pick up meta deals and it being the second one like would that sell but
0: yeah but, i guess it would yeah because yeah, because uh, resident evil one got exactly what you're talking about christian It got like a remaster where it mm-hmm. didn't change He still had the awful camera nonsense the static camera and all that stuff and then they just started they're like oh we'll just start with two for an over for just complete overhaul for some reason so i guess the, in this and it hypothetical situation yeah. yeah
2: it would be the same thing yeah absolutely what's glenn saying in the chat now glenn says yes row nba street volume two and volume yes. three so, so cool I, also, I love that also when you said that i remembered nfl street was great too
1: yeah all the shit games were awesome i i, I think about am also while they're at it, bring back backyard basketball.
2: Oh
0: well. yeah,
1: the back all the backyard, <laughs> backyard sports. Yeah. yeah. Bring them oh, back. I remember Pablo. I remember
0: Backyard Wrestling. Yeah. I, I was I'm not a wrestling fan at all, but I remember backyard wrestling or whatever that game was called. That was fun. Yeah, that game was so absolutely fun. fun. That was brutal. Yeah, it had like all the totally illegal, like really awful like finishers and stuff like that. Yeah, that was great. That was good stuff.
2: All right, Gage. What's your number one most wanted remake?
0: My number one most wanted remake is the best in the franchise, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. I want it so bad. I want I mean, we've talked about this and how just modern-day Ubisoft is all of their games have for better or worse just kind of meld into the same sort of mixing pot and I just I there's nothing there's nothing on console right now if you want an over-the-shoulder like just really tactical, really grounded sort of realism, uh, third person shooter. There's just, you can't you can't get that right now. So yeah, I I played the absolute crap out of this. I mean, uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2 is the better one, but that's it's one of those iterative sequels. Like you'd have to start with this one. It's kind of like your Ghost Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2 is like your Miles Morales. It's like it's like yeah, it's technically a sequel, but it's kind of a half sequel. It's very iterative. So I feel like they could. Um, capitalize on that, and just sort of—if they wanted to remake this game, I feel like it would be—it would be incredible. Whether or not it's a huge seller is totally besides the point. It wouldn't have any competition because, like I said, there's no unless so unless Sony brings SOCOM back, which at this point there might they be a better. Who knows? I don't know. I feel like there's a better chance of that happening than Ubisoft. Like, I guess we'll see. If Splinter Cell, if Splinter Cell does really well. Then maybe they'll they'll do some of their older games. But I think Ghost Recon has definitely fallen down the pecking order i think if if ghost if uh splinter cell does really well they'd probably move on to assassin's creed and they might do something else like a far cry or something like that like i don't know if ghost recon has the staying power that it once had but i feel like uh yeah just i remember playing this game and it's just it's so great i spent so much time in the sort of co-op missions that you can do with your friends and like like you get shot in the leg and you're limping for the rest of the match there's no healing there's no nothing it's like tough luck Oh well, if you want to throw a grenade, you have to put your main gun away and then pull out your grenade, and now that's its own weapon, so then you have to pull it. Like it's just very slow. It's very tactical. You have to Mm. think when you play it. It's not it's the opposite of shooters nowadays. It's just very really high skill curve. And uh yeah, I I love it. I love it. I wish I wish Ubisoft would embrace its 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 old sort of niche uh genres, but alas, it's probably whatever happened,
4: and I'll just be a sad boy forever. There's not enough slow games, in my opinion, out there. Like, right? Yeah. Everything has everything transitions to more like twitchy, fast stuff, and it's kind of a shame because I think more sim style, even if it is arcadey, like you know, Ghost Recon is to an extent. Like, it's not a full sim, but like that slowed down gameplay is, in my opinion, like my favorite. It's it's so good to just like immerse yourself that way, and it's a shame because like I would absolutely kill for like something like this to play with with you, like now. Absolutely, so.
0: and you know what's a great way to put it is what you what you just kind of said there. You uh, is just I would describe uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter as a mix of those two things. It's arcade sim. It's very much what I would call Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon is arcade sim. Mm-hmm. It has really deep mechanics if you want to get into it, or you can just drive around. Like Ghost Recon, you can totally you can totally play the co-op missions with your friends and like have somebody be the sniper and set up across the map and coordinate and use your drone to spot people or you can just load up an elimination round and just walk around the map shooting people like it is it is that arcade sim and that genre has completely gone away which is unfortunate because there is i think there is an audience for it i mean look at a game like tarkov like we like we talk about all the time dan dan probably would not last five minutes in this game and that's fine it's not for everyone it is ridiculously simulation but Tarkov is getting more and more popular. I mean, hell, it's inspiring Call of Duty, it's inspiring Battlefield. So, it's just funny how developers will see that and they'll say, "How can we make the fast twitchy version of this?" as opposed to, "Hey, we have IP that kind of did this before. Let's just bring that back faithfully." It's like, "No, let's put a let's put a Tarkov mode in a really fast game." It's like, "Yeah, I I miss I miss the arcade sim genre." Like I said, SoCom was was that genre as well, and it seems like that sort of middle ground has just completely faded away. You have either super twitchy super accessible shooters or you have this super sim stuff and the super sim stuff nowadays is all locked on pc arma uh tarkov all that stuff you have to get on pc you can't get on console i mean except for arma reforge which just came to xbox which is kind of huge but um yeah I, I would love for that stuff to come back absolutely i would play the crap out of that with you christian oh my good lord yeah <laughs>
2: All right. So, round it out with my number one here, guys. Halo Combat Evolved. Gage you you asked why you were, you said you were surprised that I didn't choose Halo 3. The reason is is Halo Combat Evolved's anniversary version came out in 2010 or I'm sorry, 2011, and that game right. is already very, very, very dated and honestly, the game was dated when it came out. I'm sorry, Saber Interactive. That art style that you go, oh, that was horrible. Yeah, not good. Sergeant Johnson not good. looks like he's about four hundred pounds in the anniversary mode. You press the button to go to the classic mode, and it's normal Sergeant Johnson. It's like, how do you mess that up? Like, do you not see? The lady, the ladies love girth. Yeah, right? <laughs> the big boy, Sergeant Johnson. Uh, oh, yeah, but he's also a lot of love to give. But also, like, the cutscenes, for instance, Gage, you mentioned the Halo 2 Anniversary cutscenes, which are made by Blur, which are freaking phenomenal, beautiful freaking cutscenes, and Halo C anniversaries cutscenes are in-engine, and obviously, as we just discussed, not good, so uh, I would love to see a From the Ground Up remake of Combat Evolved and... Uh, even in the Halo Infinite engine would be fantastic. Like having That would the, be really cool. Yeah, having the open nature of, you know, especially Halo, the mission Halo in particular in Halo CE, where you crash land on the Halo ring and you're just experiencing that world for the first time. It's really, really cool. I would love to see that in a remake form. Um, that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, like a proper, like even like gameplay remake, like not just visual remaster, yes, right? Like exactly. A proper... And I would agree with that because I think... I get into this argument i mean not all the time because i don't use twitter that much anymore but when i was more active on twitter i would get into this argument where people would talk about what's the best halo and people would say halo one and i'm like listen like i get us the first one and i get that it's important but like it has aged a lot the mm. gameplay has aged a lot so i agree with you i think a full-on remake would be amazing and then to, and then maybe to start that and then go from in like if you said if you do it in infinite's engine Halo 1, and then Halo 2 a few years from then, and Halo 3. You can even do
2: it as DLC for Halo Infinite. That'd be pretty cool. And the thing is, is Halo 1, as you're saying, is the most aged game because, like, that game was made for its time. Like in its time it was fantastic absolutely that's the difficult thing of having a discussion about a game that came out in 2001 versus now because obviously that game wouldn't be good now if it came out but in the time it was an absolutely phenomenal game uh yeah I I do think that if that game was remade, it would bring in new fans that would be very excited to play it, which then would lead them into Halo 2 uh, remaster, which Halo 2 remaster holds up infinitely better than Halo CE because the gameplay had a huge leap. Yeah, thank you. It had a huge leap in uh, gameplay from 1 to 2, so 2 actually feels really good on the remaster, and 3... Three still holds up to this day. Even visually, three still holds up to this day, in my opinion. Like, that game is just beautiful. The lighting, Bungie did a phenomenal job with that lighting engine on the jungle map that you freaking start on uh, Yeah, the first mission. It looks so good still to this day. So, yeah, I think it would bring in a lot of new fans, so I I would
4: love it. And maybe maybe sway some fans who were turned off from CE from playing it on Master Collection. Oh yeah, experience. that's what I was going to say. I would, I, would, I would, replay it for sure. There are yeah. a number of small like things you could improve. Obviously, I, I, want, I agree with you guys. Like, Halo One, like, set the precedent for what shooters are today. Like, that is like, to, that's like the Rosetta Stone for me. I, I think, I think yeah. I'm sure you guys would, would agree as well. Yeah. Um, but like, it, it has aged a lot. Even playing it, like, trying to play it in 2020, like, it, it's it doesn't feel as good as, as other games. Should, look at you, Halo Four. That one feels really good. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dan. But yeah, like a number of small touches, even would would go a long way, I think, for improving like just overall like minutes to minute gameplay uh, from Halo One, let alone like a full remake. That that would be that that would be huge, I think, for the like Halo series. So I'd be all about it for sure.
3: Hell yeah,
2: absolutely. All right, guys, that was a long episode. Do you guys have anything (laughs) to add before we close out the show? Dan wasn't wrong on podcast Jeopardy. Podcast PX in Jeopardy. <laughs> I have some to add. Dan was wrong, did you say? Wasn't.
0: I didn't enunciate my words. I spoke like an American. I
4: apologize. Sorry. Mm, I, do, I do speak like that. I slur. I slur, too. It's slur because bully. English is my second language. That's why.
0: Is that? That's not true. I,
4: that is a thousand I'm, percent true. Is it actually? Yeah, I learned it uh! Uh, when I was five.
0: Oh, well. I was going to say, uh, Yeah. I, I I double I double I overcorrected this. My
4: bad. <laughs> here's here's my take you... before we close out. While yes. Rose Fork, sorry, <laughs> around. Uh, oh, that's what you were bending over earlier. I was like getting like a like a shot of Rose hair. Like, oh, he's, uh-huh. he's eating. I guess. Was, <laughs> was eating. Um, yeah. We used to com- we used to complain about like too many remakes remasters coming to, to consoles, but I think studios have really found their footing with what games need remakes. I'm looking at you know obviously Demon Souls is a big one. Looking ahead to um, uh, shoot, Dead Space. Yeah, I almost a Dark Space. Dead Space looks phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I think I think the the titles that are coming uh, with remakes are, are strong, and I'm like really looking forward to a lot of these. Hoping hoping to get a few more, honestly, because I think a lot of games uh, at this point have like have been a little bit forgotten. Maybe like people haven't played them, and uh, I think having more games be accessible to more people, I think would be uh, is it, a good thing. So, Heck, yeah.
1: And I, I, and I don't mind, oh yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say I also don't mind the remaster treatment that I'm seeing recently sure. to giving like giving like older games that can like hopefully get a second chance. Like Klonoa got a second chance recently that uh, kind of like a Sonic, it's compared to Sonic, but it plays nothing like platformer. But yeah, like they literally said if this does well, like we might bring it back. So like, and Pac-Man is getting another one, Pac- Pac-World something, Pac-Man's Adventure, I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's cool to see remakes and, and remasters, and hopefully the Prince of Persia thing is is going okay over there. But yeah, I'm, I'm all for it as well, Christian.
0: Um, I actually I have a theory about that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna dump oh. the theory right now, but we don't have to talk about it because it's gonna probably lead to a whole discussion. But I think there is a reason. I think there's a subconscious reason why people are kind of changing their mind about remakes and wanting it is because games are exhausting nowadays. Games are extremely exhausting, and I think people don't realize why they want remakes but it's because we want the new technology and the new groundbreaking things that games are doing but we don't want the battle passes we don't want the loot boxes we don't want the daily grinding and the daily challenges we just want i think i think i'm gonna say that people subconsciously they 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 sort of yearn for that game that they can pick up it has a start as a finish as an end and they can play it and they're not expected to log in every month and miss something or Oh, you didn't get this challenge. You don't have this. You don't have that. Like it's exhausting. Like I, 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 think about how much more I'd be playing Halo Infinite if it, if it launched with all these features, because all there is to do is the multiplayer right now. And I'm like, fuck, it's exhausting. Like I don't want to. I don't want to do all this. I just want to play a game. So my, that's my theory as to why the people have kind of changed their tune on remakes as of late. And like, I'm excited to jump into Dead Space. I never got to play it when it came oh. around. Um, I tried to play it on computer. It's not aged well at all. It does not upscale to new hardware very, very good at all. And I know that whatever bonuses they add, that the game, the core game is going to be a remake of Dead Space. I know that it's going to, it's going to be, I'm going to jump in. It's going to be an eight to 10, however long, however many hour experience. And I'm going to be done with it. And I think a lot of people want that right now, especially because these games are supposed to be like an escape, right? It's supposed to be like a form of entertainment. And there's so many games nowadays that feel like a second job i feel like you have to jump in and for some people that's great like Ro, i know you're all about destiny 2 and destiny 2 has its core fan base where people love it and they just can't get away from it but there's a lot of people that play games casually where the games are just getting less and less casual and i think that's why people are kind of excited for
3: these for these remakes that's why i'm excited for a lot of these remakes yeah
2: cool Heck yeah. <laughs> let's get some remake action you yeah. know Anywho, uh, I don't know. Smooth. Uh, before we close, Daniel. Before we close out the show, I want to apologize to Christian and Gage. I've given you guys a hard way through this episode, but I just wanted to throw my two cents in there from last week's debacle. But I do apologize for throwing it on you this episode. And Ro, I apologize to you because I said you were complacent last. Or wait, compl- I am complacent. Or listen Or. Uh, shoot what's the word complicit last episode when you were being quiet about it i apologize that's not true no you're
1: absolutely right though
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay to be fair you're talking about throwing in
0: your two cents i mean right now the pot is at like 30 is that like 34 cents with all of us we we all keep bringing it up it's but like at the end of the day i just want to remind everyone that it's i mean the stakes really could not be lower it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter Dan, you won in the end. I don't know how. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how. I don't know how it happened. Uh, but I, I think that um, I think in terms of your modern warfare answer, that you are absolutely in the wrong. <laughs> All right. But that doesn't change. Oh, no, we're so but close. that there that you. doesn't change how I feel about you. <laughs> it doesn't change how i feel about you you're still gonna get the
2: biggest smooch when i see you all right well i take back my apology to gauge <laughs> thank you again to everyone joining us live on youtube <laughs> twitch and twitter as well as podcast services everywhere including apple Podcasts, google podcasts spotify stitcher and everywhere else you get your podcast thank you Ro. thank you christian thank you gauge I am Daniel, and this has been Podcast BXn, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. I have to pee. Hashtag Dan was wrong.
3: See ya. Hashtag Dan was right.